When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. Me, Adam Hunter. We got a great, great show today. Uh, we have, of course, uh, Andrew is here. My man, Andrew Montanez uh, from Pluto TV, a former fighter in Force and Pride and 1FC. Uh, we also have Eve Edwards. Eve, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm, I'm good. I should probably get up on the mic, huh? You're killing it, man. Killing it on Fox Sports. You're doing great, man. Thank I'm, you, man. I'm, I'm super happy for you. I remember last year you were homeless, and, and, and now you're you're on TV every week. Man. I'm about to be homeless again if I don't find a roommate. Really? Uh, no, I won't be homeless, but I do want a roommate. What about the girl that you're, you guys still? Yeah, no, she's still she's still at work, but she's still overseas. I like her. She comments on a lot of my Instagram posts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You talking my girl, man? But like, <laughs> but like in like a funny way. Like yeah, a, I don't know. She's, I, I like her. She's very opinionated. She's smart. Uh, she's smart. smart as shit. And then, of course, we got rising superstar. She makes most guys rising when they see her. Uh, <laughs> Alyssa Garcia, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Thank good. You. Now, Alyssa came to my show the other day. Now, Alyssa has been on our show numerous times saying she likes chubby men, right? That's, that's her thing. She comes to my show on a date with this model guy who's, <laughs> like, completely ripped, buff. <laughs> like, the, I mean, the guy looks like he, spent, he just came from the gym. He was in between workouts. Coming, so. He's not ripped. He's, he's, he's soft. He's chubby. He's not, I mean, not chubby. He's probably going to hear he's this. He's soft. But he's, like, but like, not, like, ripped and cut up. Like. He's big and, like, muscular. Big, and yeah. He's like a model. Like yeah. This, so this is what you're... Your Girth idea. is a good word for him. Girth. Or give him, he's, like, girthy. Girl. Like, see, with, with, <laughs> with Adam over here and these words... Y'all playing with is like I don't know if y'all using innuendo or not. No, I'm not. No, I don't. I don't know if he's girthy or not. That's kind of weird. If I would know that, I'm just saying that like she's in the front row, uh, like giving this guy a hand job who who who, who, who look like he just came from a modeling shoot. Right? Is that, is that your boyfriend? Or you no, guys, no, 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 no. You're just your 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 bang just, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now does does he know that? Is he? Yes, think? yes, he knows that. Okay, that's yeah. that's that's good. All right, all right, all right. Moving, <laughs> moving right along. Uh, so I had a. Uh, I had a good week. I actually I went to uh, the two shows at the Haha ha on Saturday night. It's always funny because like the first show was packed, sold out. Arr! You know, you feel like you're the greatest comic. Next show has like 15 people. Uh, they're like on their phones. It, you know, it's just it's always like you go from like Pam Anderson to Louis Anderson. It's just you go <laughs> you, you go from like the it's just like you're going down the Kardashian line of of. But uh, well, actually, it used to be Kim to Chloe, but now I think Chloe. I think is, she's. I think Chloe's the better looking one. Out of I, definitely less I, mileage on her. I think so. Uh, who would you rather? have out of all the Kardashians. Actually, Courtney. I thought. Courtney probably is the prettiest one. Yeah. So this is where I'm going to show my ass. I, I, I couldn't. I, I know what Kim Kardashian looks like. That's it. I really? Mean, I don't know any of them. Oh, well, add oh. 15 pounds. And then, no, no, they're, no they're, they're all uh, attractive. Uh, and the younger ones are attractive, too. The, 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 the well, Jenners. yeah, the model, yeah. One of them's a model. I think they're attractive. You don't even know because they have fake asses and fake lips and yeah, Botox. And you don't even know. If it could be like a 12-year-old Korean boy. You honestly... <laughs> Don't know what the fuck. So anyway, so then, uh, then I, I went to. Uh, I was telling the, the, my friend about this story I had. One of the craziest comedy shows. So you, you know Godfrey, one of the funniest comics. Godfrey, black guy. The funny voice, right? No, that's Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, okay. 
Godfrey used to be the Seven Up guy a long time ago, before you were born, probably. Uh, <laughs> and he's been in a lot of stuff. So one time, we, I used to do the show at Westwood, the Bruco, it was all college kids, right? And Godfrey was in like a bad mood because these kids like, these kids don't appreciate comedy. And they didn't. They were like super rich kids. Oh. And Godfrey's like parents from Nigeria. He grew up in Chicago. I mean, he's just, he just, you know, kind of a tough guy, but not like, he's, you know, very, he's a, a really good guy. So he goes up there and his mom just passed away like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And he was in a bad mood. And it was a bunch of college frat boys. And he's like making fun of one kid. And he's like, who would bang you? And the kid goes, your mother. Right? And Godfrey at that point had just taken like his first jujitsu class ever. So he runs into the crowd and just starts choking the kid, right? No! Swear, I'm running the show. So, but he goes to the ground, which they don't tell you in jujitsu, don't go to like the worst thing. So then the kids, like frat boy friends, are like trying to punch Godfrey, but what? they all like kind of were scared. They punched like girls? Yeah, they punched. So then I had to go no, girls and I was throwing people <laughs> off. My first instinct was to start cracking kids, you know, but I'm running the show and Godfrey's in the wrong. You can't just run into the crowd and start beating people up. Plus this crowd sounds like the crowd. You got to back your boy, Adam. I don't know. I don't know. Like, see, Andrew, Andrew would have jumped in there and saved me. Uh, of, of course. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. And then... <laughs> And then and then and then no one would have paid you for it. But 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 I'm saying so. But I'm fucking taking kids and throwing them off Godfrey, like throwing all of them off Godfrey, left and right. And uh, and then like all these like chairs get thrown and all this stuff. And then next thing I know, like the, yeah, the cops come. But we told the cops that they attacked him because he was black, and they and they believed it. And like, Actually, we don't need another one of these cases on our hands. Let's just let it go. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> and then we and then we kept the show going. Uh, ah. Yeah, so that was uh, that. So was, they kicked out the frat boys. Yeah, they kicked out the frat boys. That's that just cool. shows you how sometimes. Uh, Racism works your way. Yeah, okay. but it's because the white guy said it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know? Oh, really? If, if, yeah. if Godfrey would have said, "Oh, if I was running that show," and I'd be like, "Round up the niggers." <laughs> that I might, could say that. that. That right? Maybe you're right. That's actually. Uh, so uh, we have our first wrestling match today. Alyssa's coming to help me coach. Oh, yeah. Help it coach wrestling with me. I'm excited. And uh, and also we have our first match. First match of the season. I'm, I'm I, I couldn't sleep last night. I was nervous. Oh I was up gosh, all night. Really? Yeah, I was. And then yesterday, of course, someone breaks their leg in practice. Oh. A kid broke his. He was in a double leg, and he tried to get out the wrong way, and then like got the. Pop goes the weasel. Yeah, and Ooh. then the, uh, luckily the kid's father was this like Iranian national champion, so he is used to wrestling. But of course, another father complained, saying that you know I'm worried about the safety of the kids. I'm like. Your kid didn't even get hurt. Quit whining. His kid what? hurt that kid. Uh, yeah. Like, so, of course. He doesn't want to get sued. That's his problem. But it was just one of those things where, like, uh, I'd never seen that happen before in wrestling. A leg. Ooh. I've seen shoulders. I've seen hands, wrists, elbows. I've never seen a leg get broken. Uh, but it was, uh, it, it was brutal. And I was trying to make the kid laugh while he was laying there, while the paramedics were there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, at least you're going to get something for Christmas. Or, Do you have a girlfriend? I was, I was bombing so hard. <laughs> yeah. The kid was crying harder after, after hearing my jokes. It was, He's like, stop, your company's too Yeah, he was like, oh, no, it hurts, hurts. I'm like, your leg? No, the fucking unemployed comedian. Uh, it was, yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible. Uh, oh. I was thinking, though, like parents-wise... The good thing, like I've had a couple instances with parents over the years of like you know one parent especially said he was a national champion and he was and I think he was on drugs and like he was mad because his kid had to wrestle our own kid in a in a tournament and didn't want that to happen. So he was a, he was a state Catholic champion in New York. Yeah, so he he like took his kid out of it or something. So, uh, but the good thing about wrestling versus other sports is that if you have a, fo- a kid that plays football or soccer or bat, you always think your kid's the best on the team. And, it's oh. always, and the coach is always an asshole for not playing your kid, no matter how bad your kid is. Where wrestling, every kid gets to wrestle. Mm-hmm. So it's not... The only thing that we do that I don't like is we, we line them up, like we put A, B, C, I grade them, and then we put our A kid against their A kid, 
an RB kid against their RB kid usually. Oh, really? To make it fair. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Because there are no weight classes. But that kind of sucks. That like, or like, there's no like official middle school. Oh, oh okay. But, okay. But what kind of sucks about that is that you could go 0 and 4 if you're an A kid, and you if you because you were going against their best kid for the season. Um. But if you went up against their B or C kid, you would want to win all those matches. So the tournament was really what kind of it's just, it's hard. Oh, okay, yeah. But you know, it is what it is. It's, That's it's, cool though. It's, it's like their system. It. I'm happy though. No more singlets this year. I I, you I like that. I voted on it. I said no fucking because your kids are like, I want to join the team, but I don't want to wear a fucking unitard. I guess, but it makes it a lot easier. Fingers don't get broken. Like that's the whole point of a singlet. Like yeah, but so. we want kids to join the team too. And like the only kids to join the team are black kids because they have huge. Pa- I mean, it's just it's just <laughs> we want kids to join, right? No, I'm, I'm kidding. It's not the case. But 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 I'm, but I'm just saying. Like, do, I, don't you think it's a good idea to not have singlets? I I like the traditional singlet, man. Yeah. Really? Yeah. The kids have MMA <laughs> shorts. They have camouflage shorts. And they have like a like a, a tank top. Yeah, I'm not digging it. Huh. Yeah, so now like they that's, look that's like practice. a bunch of chads and brads and their fucking like beach outfit tank tops and yeah. like board shorts. What, <laughs> I, look, I, there's no reason a kid should not join a team because of the uniform, and that's what happens. This wrestling's hard that's enough. That's what it is, though. That's I like, would that's... put them in like tutus. I don't give a damn. Man, yeah. you know the confidence that would build on kids, like. Yeah, I'm wearing this unitard. Like, oh, you're gay. You wear a unitard, and then he just they, fucking blasts double. Exactly. The dude takes his chick. You know. That that is. Some people are it's looking at it that way. But I look at it like, look, 10, 11, 12, It's hard enough, and, and the sport is. I, I'm telling you, next year we're gonna have another thirty kids join the team. I think it'll be better for the team. See here, here's here's you say that right, but you're talking about these kids here at this 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 was a private school. No, it's a charter school. Oh, charter yeah. school in um in Los Angeles, like. Kids in New York, they ain't thinking about the uh, 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 unitard. They ain't. They don't care. They're just wrestling. I don't know, man. I I don't know about that. I, They're I, just wrestling. It was always an issue. Who was who? Had, who had, was it? Kurt Angle who had the fucking cool red, white, and blue singlet, like yep. the old school. Yeah, that's Kurt. That's Kurt Angle. Who, is I, but, everyone calling Kurt Angle gay? No, but no one's calling no. him gay, but kids are like, I don't want, it's just very revealing. It is, I, I, I understand it. Kids wear V-necks down to their fucking belly buttons nowadays. I, yeah, kids that you date. Okay, but... but <laughs> I'm just, I, I, I see both sides to it. I'm just, I'm like, you know what? Give it a, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it a, 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 a try, which is, it's crazy though. Cause like coaching as a coach, I've changed over the years. Like, like our coaches back in the day used to curse at us. I remember we used to drive to wrestling matches. They would lower the, the van seats and just wrestle us, mm-hmm. just beat us up for like three hours. Like they used to call us a bunch of pussies and that, but like, I remember one time I was coaching and the kid's like, my knee hurts. I'm like, quit being a pussy. And, and just the, like whole, eight years old. <laughs> the whole room just stared at me. And I was like, cat, pussy, cat, <laughs> meow. It was fucking like, like but, <laughs> but now over the years, like when I first came like 12 years ago, some kids like was such a wise guy. Like, if you don't stop doing that, I'm taking that flagpole and I stick it up your butt. That's what I told them. I was like, I, and then some other kids like, he'll probably enjoy it. I was like, <laughs> I was like we have we have pretty funny kids. That's hilarious. I, uh, I mean, you're, now does your son wrestle or? Nah, he's my son's a nerd, man. Yeah, and I love it. He's um, he's in the coding. <clears throat> he's on his robotics team, and he's the coder, so he's the one that makes the robot go where they want it to go. That's so Shit. cool. That kind of stuff. That's intense. And are you sure it's your son? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Holy crap. I can't do shit but play video games. No, but when you went to him, with, you went to science camp with him, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, were you the dumbest parent in science camp? Uh, there, I didn't stay at science camp. Oh. Like, oh. Parents didn't go to science camp. <laughs> I thought like, you went with your kid to science camp. I, I, That's why you missed my wedding. I stayed in Houston with him. Oh, oh! Now the story is changing. No, the story <laughs> didn't change. I didn't go to the camp with him, but 
it was my time to be with him, so I had to I had to go and pick him up, and I stayed in Houston. Oh, so, so you dropped him off, and you camp. partied in Houston. I trained, yeah. Ah, uh, all right. I and I went, I went to like his. Uh, there was one day when they were uh, flying drones and flying um, simulators. Yeah, I went to that. That was cool. But um, I, I just it really wasn't. It wasn't you? like what? your kid is like smarter than you. Like yeah. that would scare. Does me. it scare me? No, because then that that's a good thing. I need him to be smarter than me. I got hit in the head way too many times. Jeremy, I'm gonna like open the door and there's like a booby trap or something. This kid's like all smart, like got all this crazy. Just don't stuff. be an asshole and your kid won't try to kill you. Yeah, yeah. no, you're, you're, his kid is so sweet. I, I met his kid. He's the nicest. He's like 13 or 4, 15, 14 going on hours. like 60. He's just like an old soul, oh, that's and cool. he's super polite and like respectful and like we're sitting here talking about like all the chicks we banged and all this. He, he's on the couch like like inventing oh, like curing oh, wait, cancer. Wait, wait, you say we? I wasn't talking about banging chicks in front of my kids. <laughs> yeah, you were cursing and talking about those nights and get him in trouble. Those nights of pride, but you and Rampage double teamed those Japanese girls. And <laughs> horrible. Meanwhile, the kids oh. catching Pokemon. I'm not doing anything with Rampage oh, like that. <laughs> all right, listen. By the way, so uh, we have we have two guests this week. Uh, calling in one is Brittany Palmer. We're gonna call her a little bit. She she blocked me on Twitter, so uh, oh. so this should be interesting. Uh, but first, uh, we're actually going to get out of our uh, comfort zone for a second, and uh, we're we're gonna talk to a guy who is uh, named Justin Peck, who is actually a uh, off road racer. He's like he's sponsored by Lucas Oil. He's got his own race team. What's he he wrote a book, Lucas Peck, and he's also uh, the guy also. Has a book out where he's 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 bipolar, and he talks about being bipolar and being successful, being bipolar. Now that's uh, it's gonna be very interesting because I never uh, a bipolar off road guy hmm. might yeah, not I be don't the. Know. <laughs> That'd be really bad. Uh, what is it? <laughs> road rage. I would not want to be stuck in traffic with that guy. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, but let's call him and, let, and let's see what's going on with this guy, Justin Peck. Here we go. Boom. Here we go. Hey, <laughs> uh, hello, Justin. <laughs> You there? Yes, I'm here. How you doing, man? <coughs> all right. I think we're doing all right. All right. You're on the right, MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Eve Thank Edwards, you. as well as Alyssa Garcia. I got two professional fighters with me. One possible Hall of Famer. My vote's in for the Hall of Fame. How are you doing, man? Sounds like a party. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now, uh, I was reading all this stuff about you. Uh, you're a very fascinating man. You have a book out now, right? Yes, I do. And what? Uh, you, uh, and the name of, of your book is called Bulletproof, correct? Yep, yep, that's me. Because uh, I mean, you, you, you had some crazy fight. I, I, it says here you are. Uh, you have an off-road racing team. Uh, you you, per, you have three professional cars, five regional cars, one national junior race car. You also found Gear Forty Nine Nutrition, a supplement company that creates products for bodybuilders and racers. You're a, you're a very fascinating man. How did you get into all this? Yeah, you know what? Luck, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, um, yeah. I just kind, I just kind of stepped into it, right? You know, I mean, it was. I used to ride dirt bikes back in the day, um, which was on a Wednesday, and you know, I, I kind of got the hang of, uh, of the dirt bike stuff. Figured I was fast, and next thing you know, I'm riding dirt bikes and then crashed a million times and broke over 80 bones and now I'm driving cars. Wow. Now now where did you where did you grow up? <laughs> the godforsaken place called Utah. Okay. Oh, nice. So were you family Mormon or 
Ah, God, you know, do I choose? Do I have to answer that question? No, no, not at all. Not at all. (laughs) No, I, uh, you know what? I, I, I was born Mo and then I actually grew up and got a brain and now I'm not. So, right, right, right. Now, now how, how, uh, what were you ranked in off-road racing? What what was, what was the highest that you, you were ever ranked? Well, in, um, in like the dirt bike stuff, uh, I, so I did the dirt bike stuff back, you know, for like 14 years. Um, I've won three national championships in that. And then, uh, I've won a couple championships in, uh, like street cars, like Porsche cup stuff. <clears throat> and then in the off-road stuff, um, we were second in the championship before I, Yard sailed the truck in the Vegas Arenoid race, so, and then, um, yeah, you know, so I'm competitive, you know, I'm I'm being humble, but you know, I'm I'm still you know quite competitive in what I do for being an old man. Now I was reading the reason that you called yourself bulletproof is because at one point you were so depressed, you put a gun to your head, pulled the trigger, and no, and nothing went off. So and then that that changed your whole life. Yeah, I kind of got the raw end of the deal. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I guess that's kind of figuratively speaking. I uh, <laughs> no, all all I got at the end of the day was uh, was a click, right? And so it, uh, it 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 definitely changed perception and and perspective of life. Um, it was a good experience, a lot of adrenaline. But uh, Eve, hey Justin, um, I was um, I just looked you up. When we were talking about you coming on the show and, and, and title of your, your book, Bulletproof, with all that being said, this is not, I hope I'm not putting your business out there because I saw it on Wikipedia about you being diagnosed as bipolar. Um, <clears throat> and then to come back and, and do what you've done, become a world champion in a sport. Like how, what's that all about? Tell us about your book and, and tell me how did you, you know, fight through that and become the man that you are now? You know, I... Um Jeez, I. So growing up, right? So I, I'm just, I'm kind of a little guy. I'm not gonna lie. Um, which I mean, you never see like the six foot eight race car driver. Yeah. Like we're all short and vertically challenged, and I get that. It's totally good. But when I was growing up, uh, I was picked on and bullied, and so uh, the one thing that I think I was blessed with is just kind of the the never quit mentality. And so it's, um, I started racing, um, wasn't really that good at it when I first started and, uh, started my own companies. Wasn't really good at it when I started. Um, you know, basically everything that I've done in my life, I've never really had natural talent. Right. But dude, I don't quit, man. Like I'm that guy that just goes and goes and goes. I, um, I've got a saying that I always, you know, live by is, uh, you hustle until your haters ask if you're hiring. And so <laughs> like I hustle, man, like uh, that's the whole name of the game. You hustle, you work hard, you train hard, you, you do what it has, you know, you do what you have to do. That's amazing though, man. That's, that's super inspiring. Cause I know, I know so many people who suffer from uh, depression, uh, you know, hopefully obviously they, they never get to the point where you got to, but what would you say to those people? You know, at, at the at the end of the day, it's um, the big thing that I try to explain to people is is 
like you never know what the guy next to you is going through, right? So you know you're going and and buying a gallon of whiskey, right? And the guy sitting at the counter is grumpy with you, and he's 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 pissed off. And then like you can turn around and be pissed off at him back um, because he's being a dick. And then you know you like like you really never know and understand the struggles of other people. And so what I like to tell other people, you know, kind of when you know when I speak in front of a crowd is when you're in a depressive state, right? When you're feeling down, when you're feeling kind of hard on yourself, just realize that there are a lot of people in this world that love and care about you. And you know, I, it, everybody has their little tribe of people um that are super close, you know, whether it be family, friends, um, fellow competitors, you know, whatever you, you've got the tribe of people that, that surround you and it's okay to lean on those guys. You know, you got to check your ego at the door and understand that like when you're having a bad day, man, God, talk about it. Yeah, man, that's, that's great advice. Uh, I tell that to Alyssa every day. Uh, so, so th- thank you. Um, well, where can people buy your book? Uh, it, if you go to justinpet.com, um, yeah, pretty fortunate to have that URL. Have your own name as URL. Yeah. So, sure. uh, but I'm yeah, ju- uh, justinpet.com is where um, you can pick it up. You can read a little bit about you know kind of me and and uh, you know some of the struggles and some of the high points and low points in my life and and then um, you know I mean you can always make smart ass comments and I'll always reply and <laughs> now is there yeah. any is there any money in off road racing? Well. <laughs> Hell no. So, uh, so basically, at the end of the day, is if you want to make a million bucks, right? Like, like you can make a million dollars in racing. You just have to start with two million. Yeah. So, yeah, you just you burn money. It's it's there's really no business sense behind racing at all. But um, but it's sure fun. Have you ever gone roadhead while off road racing? Yeah, dude. Like, well, okay, not uh, not typically roadhead. It's usually just a hand job, just kind of a twist and jerk. So yeah, uh, oh, nice. There you go. All right. So it's people. Yeah. So th- th- there's a reason to do it. Okay. Well, listen, Justin. That that's all I really wanted to know. Uh, Justin, thank you for coming on the podcast. Definitely go to justinpeck.com. Buy this dude's book. Uh, I know most of my listeners are very depressed people. So so, uh, so this guy can help you. So th- so thank you, Justin. All right, brother. Take care, man. Thank you too. All right, that was that was Justin Peck. Fuck, that's pretty gnarly, dude. Inspiring dude, right? That's really okay. cool too, especially like like especially like athletes or people that do like intense shit like that. Like you never really hear them like kind of be vulnerable like that and really talk about like you know how they feel and stuff. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, but it's also like stuff like that, like MMA, uh, off road racing, these dangerous things that people do. Like you got to be a little bit off to do it. Yeah, for you know? sure. <laughs> you really? I'm think so? More yeah. people yeah. don't have like mental disabilities, like in MMA and like, stuff. Like, like that's the thing, though. I don't, I don't necessarily know if more people don't. Like, I think it's just like a, a channel. It's, it's a way to kind of get away from that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's nothing. Nothing feels as good as you going in the gym, getting some hard work in. Like, all you, everything else goes away. Like, I used to say this all the time. 
you're not concerned. You're in a fight. You, you don't think, oh, did I leave the iron on? Like, there's just nothing else that you can think about when you're fighting. And I think that that might be what it is. No, that, that when I was in high school, I had I have a really bad OCD. Like now, I take Selexa for it. But like I would, like I would leave my apartment and be like, oh, or my, my whatever. Oh, I have to turn the doorknob seven times. And then I'm like, oh shit, I didn't lock the door. Someone's gonna break into my house and kill my family. And then oh, I, shit. I get in my car and drive. I hit someone. I know I didn't hit anyone. It was just a constant like beating yourself up 24 hours a day oh, damn. but wrestling was the only thing that got me out of my head like it was just because there's no there's no time for it you're actually like i don't have time to worry about stupid shit yeah. that like so uh you know that's why i think a lot of times also when athletes leave the sport <laughs> that's when they get in trouble because they have all this free time mm-hmm. and they have no outlet and that's the other thing you leave the sport you get in trouble you leave the sport and you don't get in trouble but you bite you you're you're in your own head a lot more then, you know? I grew up as an only child, and and I've been in my head the whole time as a kid growing up. And then I started fighting. I was always around my boys, Dustin and Mike and Masvidal and all these guys all the time and just having a good time. Then I retired. I came out here. Until I met you guys, it was like, I'm always by myself. Like, yeah. Now I'm hanging out with Andrew. Andrew, Yeah, Andrew's a good dude. Uh, <laughs> a little strange, but, uh, but a good dude. Um, now... Uh, we got to talk about this Keaton Jones kid, right? Yeah. All right. So I have a lot of thoughts on this. Uh, okay. So if you don't know, Alyssa, this kid was on the internet crying how he's been bullied. Bullying is not right just because he looks different. And, you know, his mom is actually recording, t- recording this. All right. That's, that's number one where I kind of flag one up. Okay. First of all, your son's getting bullied by the, the school. Why are you putting it on the internet? Like, why aren't you going to the teachers? Why aren't you going to the school? Why aren't you possibly, if you have to, if it's that bad, homeschool him, pick him to a different school. There's other school, maybe he should be uh, around. I mean, if it's that bad where he's getting beat up and bloody, there's an issue with the school. And I don't think putting it on the internet would definitely be not my go-to if I was, if I was a parent, number one. Number two, everybody now is so quick to make judgments. There's no more due process in this fucking country. It's... This guy sexually assaulted me, he's guilty. This guy did this, he's guilty. This guy raped, he's guilty. Not saying that it, there's not credible sources and at times that a person did that, but there is a thing called innocent until proven guilty and due process. So when a kid says, I've been bullied, I, I want to see the bullies. I want to see, talk to them. Are they really bullying him? Why are they bullying him? What the fuck happened? So then, of course, this kid fucking puts it on the internet, and Dana White says, hey, you get to come to the UFC fights. And then Donald Trump Jr. says, we'll give you this. And then, and then uh, Demi Lovato's like, I'm going to give you a hand job. It just kept getting more and more. And next thing he's having a threesome with the fucking Laker girls, and <laughs> he's getting blown, but he's getting a, a fucking handy from Bieber, and this one's giving him a toe job. It, it, it just it kept going on and on to the point where you, I almost like resented the kid now. Like, I'm almost Get like... all this free shit. <laughs> Yeah, all uh, right. So then, of course, it turns out, lo and behold, his mom has uh, so allegedly is a racist. And once again, I'm not going to judge that, but she's holding up pictures of her with the Confederate flag, right? And now they're saying he was bullied because he was calling black kids the N-word at school, which the principal sort of confirmed. There was a GoFundMe account for him, which raised $60,000, which wasn't shit. even for him. Joe Schilling said he talked to the mom, and the mom was just trying to get money off him, and he's like, we need to stick together, and said something like, us whites need to stick together. So it was this whole fucking thing. What? Did you see, did you see the, po- the conversation that he posted? Yeah. Yeah. If that's really the mom. But I, like, that's what I'm saying is, what the fuck? we have to take, when this shit happens, 
you got you can't just say oh you because we don't know if this kid's maybe yeah. who knows if the mom maybe it's an audition the, maybe it's a uh, the mom put him up to it somebody posted the thing where like the mom was like him and his mom uh, were like Scooby Doo or the, the villains and they would have got away with it if not for the black Twitter <laughs> it just became this whole thing uh, what, Eve what are your thoughts on this the whole thing itself it's um it's kind of crazy it's one of those things where if the kid was being bullied or if he's being bullied there, there's a problem with that um. I posted something about it uh, when I first got the video because the video was sent out by some of some of the people at the UFC also because we were, it was going through the through the channels and um, it's one of those things where as a parent if your kid's a bully you're a failure right I'm sorry you're a failure but then that bounces right back on on I believe that that bounces right back to this mom because of that that's her attitude and if if he's really been getting bullied because he's he's using the N word in school um, like she's a failure as a failure as a parent and i've said this and i'll say it again like there should be a test you should have to have a license to be a parent like and i get that you know i get why there's not one but there, there's there's a bunch of fucked up individuals in this world and that starts at home yeah i i, I completely agree but also i mean look i get that bullying is wrong you know, I've been, I, I used to get bullied. In my boarding school, my, my roommate was like a senior. Every day I came back and he, he put the, the, the mat on the thing when it was wrestling practice. And it was him beating the shit out of me for an hour and a half every day. This fuck? kid, Les. Les Phillips. Uh, he used to just kick my ass every day. For Let's like, go find him. Uh, yeah, fuck that guy. But, and then, you know what? In turn, I did that to a kid that I shouldn't have. You know? Okay. Uh, and, and, but. Well, I know where you live. There's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing, I mean, there's something wrong with bullying. At the same time. The answer to bullying is not Demi Lovato taking you to the prom. I, I just, yeah. I just think that like, what are we doing here? I, I understand that you. It's like people were just outdoing themselves on being the hero on this, but you also have to understand that there's two sides to every story. You can't just automatically assume that because the, the kid looks funny that he's the victim. Yeah. That's 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 the world we live in, though. You know, it's a fucking weird ass world. It's crazy, and it sucks too because. With kids being, you know, if it's uh, public school, you know, these kids are watching other kids doing bullying and they think that's cool and that that's okay. So it becomes a domino effect. And like, yeah, the, the kid, I don't know what his disorder is or whatever. And you said like, oh, you know, they take him out of school, do this. And it's like taking someone out of school because they're getting bullied. It's not the answer. I don't either. think it should be the answer. I think people need to be more involved in, you know, there's, you know, one or two disputes that, okay, this kid's getting bullied. You they shouldn't, they shouldn't keep going and keep going. There's also, like, a hero factor that we're taking away from. Like, standing up to a bully is a very important thing in life. I mean, and sometimes that bully needs a punch to the face I've in order to stop bullying. And uh, taking that, this anyway. That's why I'm not a parent, though, because I definitely think that's okay. <laughs> 100%. So let's talk about some of the fights that went on uh, last week. Cub Swanson, that broke my heart. Oh, fuck, that broke my heart, too. I want to come to win, yeah, especially because Ortega's been popped for steroids before or something. And it, like, I kind of like, uh, uh, maybe he made a mistake. Maybe it was a, a smoothie or something he drank, but I don't know. I, I want a Cub to win. Yeah, I'm a big Cub fan, man. I've been a Cub fan for a long time. I definitely wanted him to win that. I thought he would. I understood that Ortega was dangerous on the ground. I didn't know how he would compete with a guy. Like, Cub's, Cub's smart. He's been in there with a lot of good guys. Um, he doesn't get submitted often, you know? Uh, so so for that to happen, the fir in the first at the end of the first round, the way Ortega had that Dars and Cub was fighting oh, yeah, to, yeah. to stay alive in that one, that was, that was, that was pretty intense, but... I was also concerned with um, 
Cubs experience. At that point, I'm like, okay, so now he's he's tasted the waters. He he has an idea of what it's like there. So is he going to put himself in those situations again? Hitting that duck under, getting his head caught in that front headlock, man. Um, I wouldn't expect somebody to jump guard like that for a guillotine, but but T City, that, that kid's dangerous. Do you think he underestimated his jujitsu? I don't know if he underestimated it because like hitting, trying to hit that duck and go to his back. That that's not. There's nothing wrong with that. But when he got to that position, he the way he ran after that guillotine and then reset that grip while he's hanging off, dude. And it, and it, and that grip arm doesn't doesn't move at all. That's that's some high level yeah. shit right there. When I saw him readjust and get it in deeper. I was like, Fuck. Yeah, Ortega's got like gorilla strength. Dude, He's just. His uh, core, I mean, he, yeah, he had his legs wrapped. Around. I mean, he had gravity totally against him. Yep. And I mean, Cubs shaking him, shaking him, and it looked like he he went for uh, like a Marcellatine, yep. and then the Cub at the same time went up, and he's just like, all right, fuck it, I'll go back to where I was, and just sunk it in. Dude. He he said he uh, he felt like death. He uh, Cub. He said he felt like he he had never th- experienced anything that that type before in his yeah. life. You know, it's just one of those things when people like they they have a like their skill. Brian Ortega knows that's his skill. That's why he was like, okay, I'm not gonna get this guy to the ground. I'm gonna fucking just yeah, you know, get what I can take. <sighs> that that was that that was crazy. Um, and then uh, there was a couple fights. I thought I thought Aljamain was like I saw him last night at my comedy show. He's doing okay. He's feeling better. But man, that was hard. That was brutal. He said it, he, he said at first he got clipped in the back, and that so he was a little off because he did seem a little off. Like after he got hit when once, a little dazed, and then he said he 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 said he didn't think that even. What's name was going for that? He was going for like a switch kick. He was, and, and the knee hit him. It kind of reminded me of Yuki. Kondo. I can't remember who Yuki Kondo talked fought. We talked about it when it was happening, but that happened with Yuki Kondo. He got kicked. He throw somebody was throwing a head kick, and he just leaned in too far and got hit in the head with the knee. Oof. And that's what happened. He was trying to take that shot, and as he switched, the knee came up, and he was just. And that's even more brutal because he's throwing that as a kick. You know what I mean? I, I asked him what he would do differently because uh, it was one of those things where he Not said it shoot. was sort. Of, he said he would have fainted more which it did seem like that it seemed like Aljamain in his head was like okay the striking's not working gotta go to wrestling but it was almost like it wasn't like the striking into wrestling it was like okay plan one's not working go to plan two and that's normally really high level wrestlers have that problem where like like, okay just I'll just go back to wrestling what Mm -hmm. I know and Fucking Jesus, man yeah it's mixed martial arts you gotta mix it all the time that was so hard to watch uh but I give him a lot of a lot of especially after that John Dotson fight, I give Morass a lot of pro, a lot of props oh, because yeah. he looked terrible the Dotson fight. He won, but it was a weird yeah. cheap. Oh, yeah. And speaking of cheap, uh, um, Hick Diaz, Jason Knight, Jason Knight. Fuck. I, I'm a fan of Jason Knight, but that was yeah. You can't eat people. No, yeah. You know what? And uh, you know, people we do weird things during fights sometimes. You know what I mean? Like. I mean, you know, it's it's a fight. You got adrenaline, all these weird emotions going on. I mean, I remember I fought in Texas one time, and I had my eyebrow split, and it was only a few seconds left. So, and I was in her guard, so I went like this and put my blood all over her face. Yeah, and so afterwards, you know, I'm like rethinking about the fight. I'm like, that's fucking weird. That's 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 kind of hot, actually. That's fucking <laughs> weird. You know what I mean? That's weird. I, I've done that when I went down on a chick on her period, but that, <laughs> it was like actually it went on my face, and was, she did that to me. Um, <laughs> So, uh, well, you what? You never went down on a girl. You don't go down on girls, Eve. I'm not talking to you about my private sex. <laughs> I'm, life. Just, I'm just saying you have went down on a chick before, right? <laughs> I'm 41 years old, and Adam. That's the that was not the question. That's, 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 like that, that's the answer you're getting. You're 41 years old. So that's the answer you're getting. Of course, you have. You got to mix it up. Okay. All right. Okay.
Hello? Hello, is this Brittany Palmer? Yes, hi. Hi, you're on the MA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Eve Edwards, Alyssa Garcia. How are you, Brittany? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Good. Thank you for coming on the podcast. I know it's been six years. Uh, uh, This is the first time you've been on. Uh, I, I appreciate that. No, no problem. Thank you for having me. Oh, no worries, man. No worries. So, uh, so what's going on? Where, uh, are, you, are you in town? Where, where, where are you? I just got back to L.A. yesterday. Um, I was in Miami for Art Basel. What is Art Basel? So Art Basel, it's kind of like, um, it's like the artist mecca. Like, it comes every year and it's in Miami. Um, it actually started off as one big tent where, um, you know, a, a galleries would kind of, you know, they'd all rent a booth, kind of like a magic convention or, you know, UFC, you know, convent, uh, the, you know, fan expo, kind of, you know, that's what it started as just one tent. And then, you know, over the years, it's grown and grown and grown. And now it's, you know, 15 tents and all the hotels are all taken over by artists. And it's kind of like our showcasing weekends. Nice. Now, I was checking out some of your prints online. I didn't realize how good of an artist you were. Uh, I was very impressed. Uh, I liked, Thank you. I liked your Jimi Hendrix. I liked your, uh, your Biggie Smalls. I uh, liked your prints. Uh, you got some really good stuff. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's like kind of, you know, it's my main, my main gig. Um, you know, UFC obviously is, you know, I've been with them for so long, but, um, you know, for the other five days of the week that I'm not a UFC event, I'm an artist, you know, I, I paint. So um, this weekend was actually really big for me. Um, this is my first, I did a pop-up gallery and shop um, in Wynwood for, you know, during Basel. And um, just, it was called No Agency. It was really, really good. It was, so it was my first like really big solo show that I produced myself, which was this weekend. Well, good work. And, and, and I read that Thank you're you. also self-taught, which is amazing. Well, no. Um, I mean, I was self-taught when I, you know, when I was living in Las Vegas um, and I was starting to become an artist, I was self-taught. But I moved to Los Angeles actually to go to art school. Uh, so I was, and then, you know, I kind of mastered, you know, more and, um, in school. Why did you choose Los Angeles? What, what, what art school here that, that attracted, was the school that attracted you? Well, the art school that's actually in LA that I was attracting me here was Otis. Otis is, you know, it's such a great art school and, um, a program that I really wanted to be a part of, but, um, I didn't actually end up going to Otis. It was... Otis is one of those schools where, like, you have to be there every single day and, you know, you, you can't really miss um, assignments and stuff. And because what I was doing with UFC and I was traveling so much, I couldn't give them 100% of, um, you know, the schedule that they could. So I ended up doing UCLA and then I did Brentwood Art Center. I did two different schools. And it was good because I was able to kind of manipulate my classes around, like, UFC schedule. So, you know, I would, you know go to class Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I'd go UFC Thursday through Sunday and kind of like redo it again and again. No, so. you're like legitimately talented. I, 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 was, I was kind of blown away. Thank so. you. But uh, are you going to unblock me on Twitter? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. It depends on how, many, uh, how much you're going to still roast me. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> can, 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 can we be honest with what happened? Can we tell, can, can we tell the whole story? <laughs> uh, are you going to hang I, up? I, this has been so long. This has been so long. I couldn't even. T- how long has the story? Okay. I, I forget. All right. This is, happened, this is what happened, Alyssa. This is what happened. I don't know the story. So Here's I'm the story. So, 
I was assi- I, I was not the biggest MMA fan. I got a job writing for the MMA Awards, right? Okay. And John Heffron was the host. And I had to give everybody their lines, right? This is in Vegas. So Brittany Palmer comes in with these two girls behind her, right? And I was like, oh, uh, you are... And she's like, oh, I'm Brittany Palmer, WC ring girl, uh, okay? <laughs> uh, like, like, I should know that, which I should have known that. Okay, she was right. I should have. But I was like, and who are these two girls behind you? Your, your backup dancers? Like, why? And then they started dancing, right? So, <laughs> so that was, that was, was kind of funny. Do, do you remember that? Yeah, but that's not why I Okay, okay, you. that's just the beginning, right? So then she was presenting with Steve-O, right? Her and Steve-O were presenting an award. And I kind of knew Steve-O from the comedy world, not really. So her and Steve-O come out. And at the end, I go, Steve-O, good work. And Brittany goes, oh, what am I, chop liver? Right? <laughs> so, so that was the second part of this, right? So that I, now, she's, now she's mad at me twice, right? So I'm like, okay. So then okay, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just in the defense of this, I see what you're saying, and you're going you're gonna to get to it, and you're saying I'm quick, which is good. Just so everyone knows, like, how I really am, I'm a ball buster. If ask anyone in UFC or anyone who's ever known me, I just bust balls. I, if I did that, there was that, I didn't, I was probably just messing with you. I was just oh. probably like, what, what, what am I, chopped liver? Okay. Like, just to be funny. Oh, oh, so, playful. you're making me sound, I just want everyone to know that I like to bust balls, and that's what it was. And now, if you're a comedian, what you give out to everyone else. So, so anyway, so, keep going with your story. Okay. I just want to like make sure it's sensitive. So, so, then, no, so then we're backstage, and she goes, she goes, hey, I'm sorry for being such a brat, right? So I was just, I was, what? yeah, she goes, I was just ball busting you, right? So that's what she, that's what she actually said. I go, I, she goes, what do you do? I go, I'm a comedian. She goes, oh, comedians are my weakness, right? So then she like grabs <laughs> my, she grabs my nipples, right? <laughs> she, <laughs> no, she, yeah, that's I, why I block you. This is probably why. That is such bullshit. All right, so, <laughs> so she grabs my nipples, right? And then, There's no fucking way. And then, and then gave me her number, right? <laughs> and then, then gave me her number, right? And she's like, hey. Uh, what are you doing later? So I was like, so, Brittany Palmer is one of the hottest girls alive, right? It, I was like, this is, it was all too easy. I was like, what the fuck? I was looking around for cameras. I'm like, okay, there's, there's some, there's some sort of catch here. Some, something's going on, right? So then I see her leave with Steve-O, right? She leaves with Steve-O. I don't know what happened. I just saw her leave with Steve-O, okay? So, right? So then... Three days later, I called her up, and I'm like, hey, it's Adam from the con... And she goes, who? Uh, I go, yeah, I was the guy... She's like, uh, are you sure this... Didn't know who the fuck I was, right? <laughs> I was completely... It, I, I, my heart was a little bit like, oh, fuck, all right? So, um, all right, cut to, I get a job with the UFC, right? So I, I made a joke about her. I heard she dated a, a fighter or two, so I wrote, more fighters pulled out a UFC... 51 than Brittany Palmer, right? That was the joke, oh. right? So then, then she blocked yeah. me. So then she blocked I, me, right? Right after that. I, <laughs> then, which, which I understand why she blocked me, right? I can't wait. By the way, I cannot wait to just trump whatever. I just can't even wait for your story to be done. Okay. Oh. Oh. All right, so then, so then right? Never go first. So so then, Adam was like the stalker. Like, you no. need to remember. So then, right? So no, then, just wait. Just wait. Oh, just wait. So now it's like six years later, right? Okay. She still blocked me. Right. She's uh, I, I'm, I'm in Hollywood. I do a comedy show. Right. I come off stage and she goes, hey, uh, I, 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 th- I heard that you would make a joke about the UFC. I was in the UFC. I, I, I'm in the UFC. It was at the time where she had taken. That's a- such a bullshit. 
she taking a break. Okay, okay. So, first of all, I know I'm not gonna do it. I, 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> You've had the floor long enough. All right. But now on. you're just like now you're kind of going to where you did before because you guys you start where it, there's like a legitimacy to it and then you just like run off with bullshit. So I'm gonna say. Okay. I like before you, before I let you take it six years in. Let's all just right. like let's just talk about six years ago. Okay. okay. Then yes. you can take it to the comedy show that you came up to me by the way because I didn't remember what you looked like. So uh, six years ago. Oh, okay. Go on. So. Go on. Go on. So, so six years ago, yes. Uh, every whatever you're saying. So, if I was ball busting you, but twisting your nipples, giving you your number, <laughs> giving you my number, is sounds ridiculous. And if I did do that, I must have been trash because I didn't even remember who you were when you called me. You right. saw me leave with Stevo. We actually left to go to an appearance at the Palms where everyone was. And I didn't. Steve-O was I didn't all say. Our, look, all I crew. said was you left with them. I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't referring that anything happened. I just, I just. Okay, okay. so then you get a job with, then you get a job with UFC. Right. So okay, all of everything, that whole award night, we were all just fucking around, having a good time, having fun. If I gave you my number, I'm like, sick, dude. Comedians are the shit, or that was whatever. Here's my number, dude. Keep in touch, man. This is like, that's all it was. Okay. So let's just call that. So right. the, the fact that you remember that is, I mean, your memory. Is pretty impressive. Thank but you. All right, that's well. all that was. So there was no drama. I didn't wash my then nipples you get for two a job weeks. With UFC. <laughs> Then you get a job with UFC and you say some bullshit like that. So obviously you're going to get blocked because I don't care. And it's not it's not a requirement to follow you or even want to deal with, you know, a rude ass comment like that. But you had nothing I do. You had no idea what you were talking about. Okay. So then that's why you were blocked. And then I hadn't Fine. really thought about you since. Then you've got, you moved to LA, you start doing your shows. You text me all the time Ooh. and invite me to your shows. I never go. Okay. And I'm, you know, don't even because there was that weird beef. And then I saw you at the Sayers Club. You performed. I had no idea. I just knew that you were still roasting. <laughs> well, I heard a man roasting and doing whatever. Then you come up to me and you said, "Hi, do you remember me, Adam Hunter, Brittany Palmer?" Da 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 da. You blocked me on Twitter, and then that's where that started. Okay. For, okay. All right. But now you okay. Go. But then, then you said, "I go." I go, I go, hey, I, you're Brittany Palmer. Then you're like, I'm Brittany Palmer. I work for the UFC. I'm like, no, that's not you. And then you show me the, pa- I go, if you're Brittany Palmer, where's your tattoo? On, and you're like, on my butt. And then you showed me the lips. And I was like, oh shit, you're Brittany Palmer. What? And then, uh, no, that, that's not even true. I don't care. <laughs> it's honestly, I was wearing, a, I was wearing like a jumper, like a, a, I have a photo from that night. I'm not, I don't okay, care. Fine. Honestly, Listen, I didn't the point, see Okay, fine. Honestly, I didn't Okay. So then, <laughs> then you said you were going to come on the, con- the, the podcast. And I said, great. This isn't even a fun part of your podcast. Like, this story, it's like, <laughs> we're kind of just been going back and forth. All right, look, the point so, is, like, Brittany, listen, like, Brittany, I'm married now. Brittany, anyway. I'm married now. I just okay. got bored of my own thing. All right, listen, I'm married now, uh, but I would love to be your friend. Uh, you, you, see, you seem like a spunky, cool chick. And I'm a fan of, of you. I'm a fan of you. And, uh, and, my, my, and okay. my, my, my wife thinks you're beautiful because I, I, I go, that's the girl that pinched my nipples. And, and, uh, no, I'm kidding. No, but, but, you, but you do seem like, you seem like a cool chick. Okay? So are we cool? Thank you. I tried, yeah. I tried to get We're Brittany, great. Uh, I tried to get Brittany a cupcake once, but she didn't take it. Really? I, w- I weighed in. I know. It's my I'm birthday. Just bitter. I'm just this bitter no. mean little girl that's no, running didn't. around claiming being a WEC ring girl like it's fucking the goddamn Emmys over here. <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on. No, Brittany. I didn't, I didn't think her. you didn't know. I didn't think you took it. I work with UFC. I'm 
a fucking ring girl bowed out. Like, come on. Like, it's silly. Uh, no, you didn't take. You, none of you guys took a cupcake did, wait, for wait, me. Why did you not take Eve's cupcake? That's because bullshit. they were ring girls. And yeah, they, I can, they were, I can they were up me, there. They were, they were Eve Edwards bikinis. wanted to do a cupcake, and is it why? Hey, I haven't had a cupcake in like five years. Oh I no! I yeah, it was about five years ago. Because I work with the UFC, and I can't eat. Cupcakes. I don't. I don't blame you. <laughs> oh my god! Is I it worth it? You. Is it worth it? No, no, I'm ki- I'm kidding. I, oh. I I eat cupcakes all the time. Oh. I don't know. I don't even know that he any I was ever offered or do I remember? Okay, <laughs> now now, Brittany, what I also found out by no looking idea. you up is that you were the lead sit- dancer in X Burlesque. Uh, you were a really good dancer. I wasn't the lead. I mean, there was no lead. It was a it was a six girl cast. But yes, I I was a dancer for a while. Um, I actually that's how I became an artist. Um, I was a professional dancer in Vegas. I did X Burlesque, and then I was at um, I was at the Flamingo, and I did uh, V Show at the, uh, V Theater at Planet Hollywood. I kind of you know did a couple shows, um, but I was hit by I was in a really really bad car accident when I was 21, oh, uh. and uh, fractured my pelvis in three places, and you know that's kind of like an important part of dancing is your hips. So uh, I was kind of like a Frida thing, you know. Frida became an artist when she was I mean she was obviously way. Uh, you know, a lot worse, but she became an artist when she was bedridden, and that's kind of what happened. I started to paint so, and sketch, and I fell in love with it. And while I was healing, so Brittany, that that accident, yeah. that accident, that injury, like, can you not dance at that level anymore because of that, or is that not a not a not an issue? Wait, sorry, uh, that you had a little bit of an echo. What was that? The the accident that you said injured your pelvis is like, can you no longer dance at that level because of that, or? Can you still um, dance at that yeah. level? I think it'll always, I mean, I guess, you know, you I, you know, the human body, we're so resilient, right? You know, like, it, we, it's surprising how much our body can actually go through and um, heal from. So I think I'd still be fine um, to, you know, if I really worked at it and went back to it. But when I was 21 and, you know, I was just, I just got into UFC. I was WC, I think, before that. No, definitely I was WC before that. And I was working so many jobs and I, you know, I, I just wanted to get back to work and get back moving. So I didn't do physical therapy like I should have. And so I think it would probably, you know, it still hurt and it still hurts now. Like, you know, if it's raining or cold or something, you can feel a little, uh, you know, a little, t- you know, hinge in your injury. And a lot of people have that. So it, I, I think it definitely halted, you know, kind of my ability to dance as hard and as good as, I, I did, but you know, it, it was for better. I think. Did you enjoy being a magician's assistant? Um, you know, in the beginning, so I was a magician's assistant at like nineteen. Like, so I it was so much, it was so cool for me because I wasn't even twenty one. I wasn't even allowed to be on the strip, let alone work in the shows. So I would sit there at these costumes just right out of high school. Like, this isn't something that I knew I wanted to do. It just it was an opportunity that was in front of me, and I you know took it because I thought it would be something fun. So, I mean, imagine any 19-year-old girl getting to wear big feather headdresses and dye, you know, you know, these crystals, these, these costumes and big lashes. Like, it was awesome. It was such a really, you know, it was a rad experience. And, you know, to hang out with all those older people who are, you know, working on the strip and being big showgirls and I'm hanging out with them and, you know, we're smoking cigarettes in the back. You know, it was, You're a rebel. It was awesome. It was a, it was a <laughs> yeah, but cool weren't part. you one of the girls, like, you were like the chick at the, like, you were one of the flamingos, right? And like the... Like I did in Nathan Burton's ads. Yeah. yeah, 
I, I was his, yeah, I was the, like the girl on all the billboards and stuff for a while, yeah. That's pretty cool. Working in Vegas, like, I'll, I'll show you a photo, huh? Working in Vegas at like such a young age, did you see like a lot of drugs and like crazy like party stuff? Damn it. I wish I did. You know, oh. here's the thing. I missed it. So I guess, and this is true and it's kind of funny, all of like the drugs, which is like, I mean, not saying that like it's something I wanted to do, but like at that age, you're like, cool. Be some cool stories. Yeah, be cool stories. It was a little bit later because it was so I pop. So I think I in 2008, I was dancing. I was um, working on the strip and stuff. So that fun kind of drug thing was more like in. I mean, maybe I'm mistaken, but like the early like the 90s. Does that sound weird? But like when they were like doing drugs in the dressing room, like you know, it's extremely illegal to do now. So. so I kind of missed it. But I mean, yeah, just at a young age, I mean, I was out with the drinking and, you know, I didn't really touch drugs back then. So even if I did, I wouldn't want us to be a part of it. Um, so, yeah, I was there was drinks, I guess. That's as far as it, drinks and cigarettes. That's what is oh, the biggest okay. trip. So so being a ring, like yeah. being you and, you know, Ariane, I'm sure. How many <laughs> fighters hit on you? Is it is it like annoying? Is there, they, they get told don't try to bang the ring girls? No, 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 no. All the fighters are so respectful. They, no, they don't hit on us. It's a big family. I mean, Ariane and I, and even Vanessa and Chrissy, we've been there for so long. Um, you know, there's no chance that anything would ever happen. So why even, you know, they just, they don't, they don't cross that line. They're very respectful. If you could date any fighter, who would it be? <sighs> if I could date any fighter, yeah. oh my, I wouldn't date any of them. Uh, okay, yeah, if you had to. Life or death like situation, Adam, like Brittany, Adam play Adam the said, game. Like, this is such wait, bullshit. Wait, 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 like Adam said, I've already dated all of them. I can name two, but I'm not going to. <laughs> out, of, out of respect, uh, or three actually, maybe possibly <laughs> four. Hey, I can okay. name two, but out of respect, I'm not going <laughs> you to. You have no idea. Hey, you Brittany. have no idea. I, w- I wouldn't date a fighter, believe me. I've dated fighters, and no. Hey, I was out on the strip one time in Vegas, and... um. I got you know those people hand out those 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 like escort cards and whatever. They handed me one mm-hmm. and Ariani was on like I know she didn't do it, but like the, her picture was on one of the cards, you know. Did you call? So I showed it to her. Yeah. And she was like, she was kind, she was she wasn't upset with me or whatever. She was upset that that was the case, but like I guess they just pull pictures anywhere and they still them on there. That that ever happened to you? Anybody ever? Or you ever see pictures of you being used for for shit that you're like, hey, what the fuck is that? All the time, all the time. There are photos that don't even, I, I did a, sh- people that, that just take my image and put it on something that we have to catch or, you know, somebody, a photo that I took for someone which, you know, had a contract of like a year and they're still like the MGM, for instance, they're still using my images. They have that, we've been out of contract for like 10 years and MGM is still using photos of me for like their pool or something. I mean, that's just kind of like the nature of the business and it's how much time you want to waste, you know, pulling things down. But I mean, definitely, you know, with that, with those cards and stuff, they always pull, you know, photos of sexy or like known girls and to try to get people to, you know, it's just, that's the nature of the beast. I mean, people are just little scummies who like to... Yeah, of course. Brag about something that they have no idea about. (laughs) (laughs) So, no, uh, no, no, Brittany. uh, Ha, 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 ha. Oh, no, uh... Now, now, Brittany. Actually, you, I didn't say you, but the fact that you said you, that's all. <laughs> guilty no, I, I, I did it. Eve, Eve gave me a look. Like, Eve, Eve, Eve gave me a slick look. Now, <laughs> I didn't give you a look. I, I didn't give you anything. I know because you won't come in the studio. Uh, so, 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 Brittany, uh, <laughs> are you? Why? I, mean, I don't blame you. Uh, no, are you? Are you? Are you single? Or, or I, we know that the, the, you were married, and then I saw that on TMZ. Things were kind of rough. Uh, but are you? Are you single now? Um, no, I'm not single. Um, 
yeah, I'm, I'm dating an artist. He's, uh, his name's Gregory Seth. He's a really great artist as well. Um, yeah. Did you nice. say Gregory Peck? Yeah, Gregory Peck, the tap dancer. Uh, what's his name? Greg- Gregory Seth. Wait, wait, Gregory who? Sif, S-I-F-F. Oh, like Star Wars. Gregory oh, Sif. Nice. And then you, where do you, the now, where do you, you, you guys paint each other? Like, where did you guys meet? Uh, we met through mutual friends, and we do not paint each other. <laughs> we paint, but not each other, no. Oh. Uh, well, that's, that's good. So how, how long has uh, you been with this guy for? Um, I mean, does it really matter? <laughs> I'm just curious. Uh, that's good. I'm happy that you're happy. You need, you, need a, you need a nice guy in your life. You need a guy who's a... I like to keep it... Yeah, I like to... We'll, we'll talk about something else. How about that? <laughs> but weren't you dating rockers before him? Like, you were dating, like, Bruno Mars or something? Or, no? Just... I was dating Bruno Mars? Damn. Was I? I don't know. You seem like a rocker kind of girl. But I'm happy... No. You know. No, I wasn't... No. I, I, I don't... Let's just keep my personal life with... As Gregory, me. all right. So you guys, everyone, email Gregory. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, so, no, that's good. I'm happy for you. So, uh, what do you got coming up? So we got now the the calendar, right? There's a calendar where every every month it's like you and uh, turning around or something. Where can people get this? There's every month of me turning around. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah and I'm saying I think I, I was you're offensive. Britney, <laughs> <laughs> you're like if Britney Palmer's on the studio. Exactly what. Goes through. Hey, Brittany, um, can you no, fight? So I have a calendar. I'm not fighting. This here. is a. It's actually my. It's my actual last calendar um, ever for 2018. Like it's for next year. My last calendar. Never doing one again. So Why? That makes it kind of special. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I think I'm just there. Not not because it's a lot of hard work. I'm not really like modeling. I, I enjoy doing it to an extent, but I get really like I have the patience of a four year old. So, um, I, I you know sitting in hair and make it's just like a, a lot of work for me. And it's just not, something that I'm not really focused on um, as much anymore in that modeling thing. You know, art is really taking a, um, it's, it's doing really well. So I think it's smart for me to kind of <clears throat> to separate that a little bit more. So yeah, it's just my last one. I've had so many calendars. They were super fun, but um, you know, it's kind of the fruit isn't really worth the squeeze anymore. So <laughs> I don't want to, you know, so where can people get this new calendar? More more. 2018, where can people get it? Okay, you can get it at BrittanyPalmer.com. Um, it was really cool. The, the calendar is actually shot in Alaska, which was awesome. Oh, so, um, that yeah, BrittanyPalmer.com. BrittanyPalmer.com. And now, if I want to buy some of your artwork, I can get that also at BrittanyPalmer.com? Yep. Um, you can get yeah artwork, BrittanyPalmer.com. Also, um, with the clothing brand that I have launched, and we launched that this weekend at Art Basel, um, it's No Agency. Um, you can go to noagencybrand.com and you can see all the clothing and the bomber jackets. I printed some really cool um, reversible bombers that have like art on the inside. It has the biggie piece that you like. Is There's one there and they all are, you know, labeled as an artist because I feel that everyone is at some point, you know, in some way, I guess, um, that they are. So, yeah, we have artist bombers that are out. That's noagencybrand.com. And then a lot of my art and the calendars and all the other, you know, more Brittany Palmer merch is at brittanypalmer.com. Brittany, I- do you do commission pieces? I do. I do a lot of commissions. Um, I think a huge majority have been, and I, that's why I'm so grateful for you know the my fans and everything with UFC and just being with UFC because it, it's given you know me an audience, um, and I think that's important for any business that you're starting or um, any outlet. So yeah, it's, I, they do tons of commissions, and it's it's fun also because they give me ideas to do people that I wouldn't necessarily you know have done. So I get to play around and you know do. 
different Bruce Lee paintings, or I think I've done Sammy Hagar and, you know, Bruce Springsteen. And it's just kind of cool to, um, to, to have a variety of influences. Well, and you also have those like skateboard things, right? Or like surfboards. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. No, I, I saw it. It was it was like super cool. It was like the back of a skateboard. That's so cool. Yeah, fuck you, Adam. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Wow. Well, listen, Brittany Palmer, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, I'm happy we, we squashed our beef. Uh, I, I, I wish you nothing but success. You seem like a very lovely person. So thank you. Brittany. Brit- thank you. Thank you guys so much. Next time, if, Adam, you're, if cool. you decide There's to come, no oh, good. if next, good. next time you decide to come in studio, I want to be here because I want to see you beat the shit out of Adam. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that, Alyssa. Brittany, you're always one of my favorites, man. Stay awesome. Yeah. Take care, everybody. Hold up the round. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much. All right, bye. Bye. All right, that was uh, that was Brittany she's Palmer. Cool. She's fucking funny. Yeah, she's she's. she's I, I like I like knew she was gonna be funny. <laughs> I was I was debating whether I should bring that up, but I'm like, fuck I it. Know, I was fuck. like, why not, right? Yeah, why not? She yeah. could always shut it down. Yeah, yeah. I was I was afraid she was gonna hang up. I was like, oh, please don't fucking hang up. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I need now is like. No, yeah. she wanted to get her word out. She was like, I'm not, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm she's gonna like, tell I'm not gonna let you. You believe my story though, right? It, I don't believe she grabbed your nipples and twisted them. Oh, trust, okay, forget it. She didn't twist them, twist them. But she grabbed them. All right, so. Did she lick them? No, she did not lick them. Okay. okay. Well, why like would a I, highlight of his life, like on his deathbed, he's like, if you could do anything different. Fuck that. I got the grit. I got the grit. I am so happy with my wife. My, my wife, uh, if you, I, Bernie Palmer is a very, very attractive girl, but I, I, I did the best I ever could with my wife. She's she's I, I wouldn't trade her for anything. He knows she's gonna listen to this shit. Absolutely, I, I love you. If you're listening to this. I love you more than anything. When you listen to this, he loves you. <laughs> so uh, all right, let's talk about uh, some of the other fights that happened. Brian Sucket Math. You know, what was that guy's name? Sukumtat. Sukumtat. Sucket Math. Yeah, well, I, that he, would suck if he's Asian. Like that. He is Asian. Asian. Yeah. Yeah, he, he had to be a fighter. He That's sucks ironic, at math. because you know he does not suck at math. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has math in his name. Uh, so uh, he knocked out Luke Sanders. You know what's funny, though? I even said Luke Sanders' chin is too high. He's keeping his chin too high. And people were like, you don't know what you're talking about. He's winning the fight. Blah, blah, blah. Because I said his, his chin's so high, Rosenthal tried to sell him more weed or something. You know? and, um, and of course, boom, fucking he gets knocked. Like, I, I saw it. With the right hook. I, I, just, I saw it. I saw it happening. You, you uh, can't. His chin was too high. You know? Yeah, especially against a, a, another striker. And, and like and Sukumtat, he's pretty good with his counters, man. He he couldn't get the timing down early in the fight. But by the second round, he started to get started to figure it out. But that, that I mean, that one shot just put him down. And he was able to follow it up and finish. That was awesome. I thought that Mirab uh, Davishini got robbed. That kid against uh, Frankie Sands. I missed the, I missed I the fight. Sukumtat was the first fight I saw. And then uh, my boy Eric Anders won. Uh, Eric came to my show on Wednesday. Nice. Uh, Eric Anders fight. Do people do people always win when they come to your show? For the most part, uh, I think they're relaxed. Uh, a couple times they've lost, but for the most part, Eric Anders. I just <laughs> those are the guys that thought you sucked. This dude. Uh, <laughs> thank you, uh, Eric Anders. He Eric Anders pitched my nipple at my show. No, uh, Eric. <laughs> people, is this just <laughs> That's MMA roasted nipples? Is yeah. our fucking category today? Uh, you know, Eric Anders. Um, you know, you got a guy like that who's you know Alabama linebacker. And just the learning curve, once he gets into the MMA, like you could tell he's not even touched his potential. And he's 6-0, I think with like five knockouts. But he's, he has a lot of ways to go. You could see that there was a lot of things he was doing he could have done better. But just a natural athleticism. There's a lot of that. I mean, Andrew and I are watching the fights together and watching some of those guys at the highest level, like a Poirier, a Pettis, 
those guys, they um they don't have that. You see a lot of really good out of them. But then we're watching um Horcher and I forget Holtzman or something uh, like that. Hot sauce. Yeah, they 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 those guys are good. And I, but I was watching that fight and I was like, man, if I was twenty five, yeah, you know what I mean? Because there's there's just some basic fundamentals that their their athleticism make up for, but they're missing. And when they run into those guys that have those those holes short up, they're gonna have some serious problems. I just wish I was twenty five again. Well, yeah. I think that's what makes GSP so good is his athleticism and his fight IQ. That's what makes him so fucking scary because yep. this guy's doing like fucking gymnastics and all this crazy shit like he is just an athletic fucking dude you know yeah he and knows how to apply those, stuff. those principles that that apply to the human body just use them in mixed martial arts look at his takedowns this guy didn't even wrestle in college and he's fucking taking down like national champion olympic fucking wrestlers you know it's like fuck by the way uh when you find yourself in need trust in speedweed.com for overnight delivery service to over 1,088 cities across california uh, everything you could you could get flour edibles concentrate topicals vapes and more sign up and use the code roasted for $10 off, orders over $100 at speedweed.com. I'm telling you, I use uh, the uh, medicinal CBD oil, and uh, I've been doing Krav Maga. I started taking Krav Maga because I got like free six months, and <laughs> afterwards, I'm just so sore, and thank God for that CBD oil. Why? Because they put you in the throat? Uh, I'm just, because I just, I'm <laughs> just having... nipples. He says, go for the nipples. Go for the nipples. <laughs> I am so bad at kicking. I, my kicking is so horrible. But like I don't, you know, as a wrestler, I, I wrestle. Like I've done boxing a little bit, but kicking is just not my thing. And there's nothing worse than having like someone, like someone worse than you, telling you how to kick, uh, right? I'll teach you how to kick. Really? Please the do. Kid in the video is telling you how to kick. What is the video that we? You oh yeah, the other kid. Yeah. I don't know oh my god. Do well, actually, I went to one class and I was like, I keep holding the mitts. He's like, man, you hit really hard. I was like, oh thanks. I go, how old are you? He's like 16. I'm like, oh Jesus, like that's so embarrassing. Like I, I was feeling really good myself. Little girl, you kick. You hit really hard. Yeah, you hit. Yeah, it was like it was a 16 year old kid that was homeschooled. I was like, I swear, with no friends. I swear to God. He talks about you like, oh, my best friend Adam. He holds his mom. Uh, all right. So, uh, Alexis Davis, you watched that fight, the Carmouche? Oh, my gosh. I did, like yes. Punch back in Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. After her fight. That, that head. was a great fight, though, actually. I thought Carmouche won, right? No, I would give Alexis Davis the first two rounds. Because uh, Car- it looks because. The submission attempt at the end of the first, yeah. that, was, that was, I mean, I feel like that's. Still around for her because it was it was really close. And yeah. even I mean even I mean Carmouche had to do more even though she took her down. I think Alexis Davis was doing more off her back than Carmouche is doing on top. She's going for submissions and you know really going for stuff. It's one of those things though when you watch that. You have to know MMA to a degree to be able to give somebody around when they're on the bottom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. True. Liz Carmouche it just always looks like she's gonna kick the crap out of her opponent and something just doesn't click. Like she has, she's just so strong looking. She just looks like she's going to murder people. But yeah. then, I don't know, something just, I don't know what it is. But it just doesn't. You know, I don't, they, and they both were at 25. They both look good at 125. They didn't look. But Davis is a good, a really good, yeah. good fighter too. And she's a good black belt. She's a legit black belt too. I mean, she, she, and I gotta give it to Carmouche. Those fucking arm bars are deep, man. Oh yeah. Oh, fuck. I was like, her arms uh, are like but that was that was that was that was weird to see a girl pick up a girl and slam her out of an arm bar. Like, yeah. Is that legal? Is that yeah. spike, spiking? No, it's not spiking. That's not spiking. I got fucking arm barred. Remember, or it was uh, for combates. I fucking picked her up and slammed her and then lost position and then pop goes oh yeah i landed all weird uh it's weird that but that's weird for me to get for to see people get picked up i mean you're at the ufc man you shouldn't be getting picked up out an arm bar grab the leg just grab the leg and she did and she ended up hooking dude i thought she was gonna pop her fucking arm she ended up hooking it it was tight but don't most of the time though when you slam someone and you make it tighter 
It depends on how you slam them. Yeah. yeah you don't want to slam them and follow them down. You want to slam them and pull up. As, as you're pushing away, you want to pull that. You just got to clear that elbow. You clear that elbow, you're good. Uh, you I know pen. that. You want to throw. Some people slam them on their back, and it's like that isn't. You do they slam teach? Do they teach slamming in practice? Do they? No, they don't teach that. Because that I mean, really shouldn't be your offense. Yeah. It's that, it's that, that's that's like a la- exactly yeah. that's desperation. But don't, I mean, but I teach last minute desperation moves in wrestling for kids. Uh, you know, I, I teach head and arm, which seems every other girl goes for it or off the bat, which is like oh, stop going for that. Was that you who said you're going to teach like head, head and arm like? Classes to girls probably stop doing because them. like they they do like that's in every single girl fight it must in the be UFC. A, like comfortable like p- for the female body because that you would always see that in girls wrestling. The yep. reason why I did so good in girls wrestling too is because girls like tying up is like hair pulling in wrestling. Like you see it all the time. Like you know when you see a girl fight, someone's fucking hair is getting pulled. That's how it is in girls wrestling. They do this as soon as they fucking blow the whistle. And I wrestled for a boys team, so I was like, I don't do that shit. I'm gonna shoot a double. You yeah. Know? But yeah, no, I don't. I, I I hate when guys tie up and wrestling the whole time, just go back and forth and back and just like, okay, come on, shoot, yeah. you're not doing anything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the only time I could see if you're up like seven to two, you need to stall last yeah. thirty seconds and like, whatever. I, I used to think stalling was like the worst thing ever, but then you watch the NCAA's and like guys stall all the time and they're willing to give up a point to win the match. Yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll get usually get booed at the end. But like, yeah, fuck but it, they're, I they're mean, you, you, had to, you had to kind of run up the score to be able to do that. Right. Yeah, no uh, Bellator. I watched Bellator Friday night. You watched Bellator? Okay, they got to stop giving people chance, shots because they live in a certain country. Uh, Carval, uh, Carvalho fought Sakura. Uh, Alessio Sakura. Alessio Sakura. Sakura. Who's not even ranked in the top, like, 30. But because it was in Italy... They gave they, him a title shot. You see that all the time. That, they do that all the time. They don't do that in UFC usually. Yeah, they do. Barely. Fresno, I mean, UFC Fresno. Who did they give a title shot bunch, to? Oh, a title shot. A title oh, shot. Oh, I didn't see that. No, I didn't. Uh, I'm, I'm just. I mean, they're, I mean, you gotta. If you want to be taken seriously as a promotion, you can't give a guy a title shot because he lives in Italy. Okay, I mean, well, what's next? You're gonna give an Eskimo a fucking title shot, and like you're gonna yeah. you're gonna give someone who lives in fucking uh, the find the one guy in Guam. I mean, it's yeah. just it's ridiculous. Bellator has got some really good qualities, but they also do some things really wrong right now. You know, I mean, they're they're the second biggest promotion in the country, possibly in the world. I mean, you can argue with the one FC and all that stuff, but like they they just do some stuff that that's like that. You got it's a multi million dollar company, man. Why you got guys selling tickets? You market me. You market the fighters so they can train and they can get better. Like. Well, it's I looked up Sakara, right? Sakara beat Joey Beltran to win this, right? Beltran, who's lost three out of four. Uh, Sakara was ranked number 57 in the world, not in Bellator, in the world in that weight class. Probably in Bellator, it's probably like, what, like 20 or something? Or you look in the. I mean, because they don't even have the rankings in Bellator. They don't even have an official rankings. Is that 85 or 205? Uh, it was um, 85. Okay. Uh, and so the guy gets out there, he loses in 16 seconds uh, in his home country. Everyone's oh. in Italy is pissed. How did Sakara lose? No, got, he didn't get knocked out, did he? He, he got stopped by, by like an elbow or like huh. a, a quick. It was a qu- real quick. And his chin's gone, and I'm like, yeah, okay, you guys, you know, you sold tickets, congratulations. But now, to me, it's diminishing the product because you got to give guys rank number one or two titles. You got to have official yeah. rankings. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't even know the rankings. I, lo- I looked up a- Bellator 85 rankings. Tapology had it. But that's not that's not a, like a, a sanction. That's, yeah, that's an opinion from somebody who doesn't necessarily have any yeah. weight with yeah. the company. Then they had this girl uh, Alejandra Lara who had the sexiest walkout I've ever seen, uh, including that little girl that Crazian. Crazian, better than the Crazian. This girl came out. She's from Colombia. 
she, she she came out like giving a, a fucking lap dance. Uh, it was uh, I'll I'll like, show you guys. What? And she wins. She beats uh, Lena Avanchinova, and they don't even interview her. I'm like like the girl's six and one. Because she didn't. They didn't want her to drop it like it's hot on I national know, television. Yeah. What? They didn't want to drop it like it's hot on national television. Here, I'll television. show you her walkout. It was twerking fucking on, 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 what, on what's his name. That was the only good thing about about the fight. That about was like the about the whole oh, walkout. The walkout was. I mean, no, the fight was good, and then Brandon Gertz won, and it it, it, it was kind of cool. But uh, here, I'll show you. So um, this girl comes out. Where's where's her her like her walkout? She uh, fuck Alejandro Lara walkout. Uh, she's super hot. You would hit that, right? Is oh, that your kind of girl? Is she in the UFC? No, she's in oh. Bellator. And uh, and I'll show you her walkout. And and I was like, I, I was I was impressed with her. So, but then of course you're impressed they don't with the interview. walkout. I was impressed with the walkout. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know. What what, what do I know? Tell I just your wife's name again. My wife's name is Bree. He loves you, Bree. I, I, I do. Well, no, I was <laughs> all right. Hold he on. hesitated. He forgot. He's like, uh. <laughs> no, I yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like forgot. Okay, here, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see the walkout. Here, I'll show you guys. Tell me, uh, this is pretty hot. Hold on. All right. In the meantime, uh, the fights this weekend. While, while I'm trying to load this up, uh, I think this UFC uh, card in Canada is fucking amazing. Uh, you got Robbie Lawler versus Dos Anjos. Lawler's a guy you used to train, right? Yep, I used to train with. Uh, who do you who do you like in this fight? I like Robbie. I mean, I'm biased. I'm biased by far. Like Robbie's one of my best friends, man. Um, I like the fight though. Robbie's hard to take down. He's hard to keep down. He's a good boxer. He the I think where RDA is going to have to go is to the leg kicks. He's going to have to. But Robbie's gotten better about picking those things up. Um, that's a fight I'm really interested in seeing though because RDA he's, he's he did well at at seventy against uh, Neil Magny. But Daniel but Magny is weird. He is weird, but that's a big step up from Neil Magny to Robbie Lawler. That's huge. And that's the other thing. Ro- Robbie's, in, Robbie's in it to fight. Like, he's in it for a fight. You're not going to break Robbie Lawler. So, like, he can take him down. Robbie will get up. He will find a way to get up. He's not, you know, you're going to have to catch him with something. You're not going to break Robbie. You're not going to beat him down. So he's going to have to set him up and catch him, and I don't know if he can do that. I like Robbie uh, Andrew? Yeah. Yeah. All day. Uh, how? Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. And you? I'll give it to the third round. I think Lawler will finish him in the third round. It, it, it's the main event. They got five. Yeah, they I got think he'll finish him in the third round. Yeah. So I. I okay. Here's Robbie won't quit. They they made they made He's a gif of it. Look, I love Robbie. They actually Lawler. made a uh, gif of it. I'll show you. So here she's 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 coming out like. <laughs> That's your sexy walkout? Yeah, it was pretty hot. I thought, all right, fine. I, I'm telling you. Man, right. I thought she was going to have like some like nipple tassels or something. Or, all right, it was better with she music. She's going to be like ripping something off. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Do you have nipple tassels? <laughs> yeah, those fucking candies you gave me, they look like little fucking. Do you, do you own nipple tassels? I do not. And even if I did, I would totally lie and say, no, I do not. I'm not. What? What, you're lying, what, you're lying about this? Out of all the things you've told us? This, this, well, after you, your obsession with nipples today, I'm scared I'm to not, talk I'm, about I, anybody's nipples oh, right so now. Obsession with nipples. At the time when Brittany Palmer uh, uh, seduced me, I, I, I was, I was, I was a, a young 27-year-old. It was like 10 years ago. I must have been uh, like, I was 29. How old and, is she? 
I, I think she's like 50 uh, now. <laughs> oh my but, God. But at the time. <laughs> He's going to get fucking hate mail. You, you're not, you, you, you just got re-blocked. <laughs> <laughs> she unblocked you and now she blocked you. She's <laughs> like, fuck that guy. I think she um, was, no, I, I, don't, I don't know how old she was, but she, she was cute. Uh, oh, Able True Heels, fine. Okay, yes. Okay, so now also Josh Emmett versus Ricardo Lamas. Uh, Josh Emmett uh, is a guy who lost to Desmond Green, got upset by Desmond Green, my man Green, uh, who I like, he's from New York. Uh, and Ricardo Lamas is on a, uh, I think he won last three out of four. He seems to only <laughs> lose to the top level guys. Uh, One of those Aldo, the guys that are going to be champions. Holloway. Champions, yeah. I, think, I think Lamas in this. You? Yeah, I like Lamas in that fight. I like okay, Lamas too. I'm going to show you guys the, the, the walkout. Okay, <laughs> we're back to this the walkout. Okay, because I'm, I'm he not really like, wants us just to be look on, at her nipples. Just I'm look not, at her I'm nipples. I'm not crazy. Okay, okay, hold on. I'm not crazy. goddammit. it! Look <laughs> at this walkout. Hold on. Oh, oh creepy. <laughs> oh, okay, look at this. Okay, okay. No, you think cocaine? Yeah, right. I mean, tell me this. This girl's not not like a star. This is she's walking to the cage. What? Cardi B. <laughs> Who the you, you, fuck is talking? Tomorrow and Nalo. Cardi B? Uh, what, you don't think this is like a cool walkout? No. This, this I mean, is, I guess. Yeah, it's cool. This is different. It's cute. No, she's cute. And she's from Medellin. <laughs> All right. Andrew, you're Puerto Rican. You, you like this stuff? You're Puerto Rican? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, Come on. You, can, you, can your mom dance like this or no? Oh, okay. That's a good point. Oh, probably. She probably could. All right. So, uh, oh, listen. The point is, <laughs> the point is, this girl won her fight. Can she, we edit that out she, of she the was, She was the underdog of the fight. She won. Interview that girl at the end. I wanna, yeah. She's obviously got some spunk. Yeah. No? Nobody, yeah. Nobody, nobody's with me? Yeah. All right. So, uh, all right. I'll tell you the she's fight. spunky. The fight that I'm okay. looking forward to the most is Mike Perry, Ponzinibbio. Yes. Fuck. Dude, Mike Perry is fucking. I mean, they both fucking crack. <laughs> yeah. Bro, they both crack. And I train with Ponzinibbio. How good is he? Um, he's good, man. He's solid everywhere. He can wrestle. Um, he's not like it. That's that's of course not his strength, but he's solid in the wrestling department. He hits hard. He puts combinations together well, and um, he he fights. Uh, he f- fuck. He doesn't want to get submitted. <laughs> did, now, do you, now, did him and Lombard train together? Um, I don't, I don't know if they trained. That sounds like a crazy training session. Yeah, I can only imagine. Um, yeah, I can only imagine. I've never seen those two guys go, but I I don't, I don't mess with Hector. I don't train with Hector like that. So, all right. So, uh, as far as this fight goes, uh, we're talking about, uh, obviously talking about Ponzinibbio versus, uh, Mike Perry. Who do you like? I like Ponzinibbio. Uh, How? I (laughs) I think he wins it by decision. Um, I know you got you got to not get hit by Mike Perry, but Ponzinibbio's got some power too. That's gonna be that's gonna be. I think that's fight of the night though. That's fight of the night. I I hope so. I mean, Mike Perry though is a guy that I love to hate, so yeah. I almost I want him to win because he's so fun to root against. I mean, he's like the, he's like the bad guy in every movie ever. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't hate Mike Perry, man. I like Mike. Perry. I don't know, man. When he knocked out Jake, it was breakdancing, and Jake's fucking on the ground. Or when he waited that's against Jake's your friend. I mean, Jake's my friend too. But I mean, they're fighting. They ain't knitting quilt. Yeah, like yeah. he can break dance. You can fucking point at him and laugh. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but, the, guy, yeah. Yeah, but the guy's laying there. You don't know if he's still alive. And he's he's alive. Hey, he's, you he's both a, signed he's, up to fucking try yeah, to kill him. Yeah, it could have happened to anyone. Yeah, no, I don't for know. Sure. Uh, and then 
as okay. So, but, but Perry also like he's like the the, the racist stuff. You just like, hating. You know, yeah. With racist stuff. Well, he, he find the Asian guy. His corner was like, he can't see you. His eyes are closed or something. something. That, that, that didn't have nothing to do with Mike Perry. <laughs> he, didn't he, he didn't say it, but I hate Mike Perry because his corners are racist. <laughs> I don't know. The guy just, uh, he says, I don't know. Something about him just, I'm, I'm hating. But all right, I'm fucking hating. I, I'm hating. He's I, like, it's just I, features, I didn't like the way he was with Alan. Pack. He was talking all this crazy shit with Alan. Like, he just, I don't know. He, he was mean to my friend, so fuck that guy. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I, all right, fine. That's so, a good uh, friend. That's a good friend. I can respect that. Yeah, so Ponzinibbio, though, his only losses are to Lorenz Larkin and Ryan LaFlair, uh, his only recent losses. And uh, it shows you how good LaFlair is because yeah, he's Ryan's not even legit. Even, yeah, he's, he's not even being talked about right now. I think he got knocked out of his last fight, right? Yeah. And, uh, I forgot who knocked him out. Somebody did. Um, it was down in, it was, shoot, that was in February. It was in Long Island, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was in Brooklyn. There are so many. Oh, it was in Long Island. That's right. It was in Long Island. Uh, so all right. Uh, we're, so we're picking. Who are you picking? Perry? I got Mike Perry, but I got decision for Mike Perry to win. Yeah. All right. hmm. I, I think though they're both pretty tough. I don't. I don't see any of them. I mean, it definitely could be a finish, but I think they're fucking. But also Misha Serkinov, another again Glover. Oof. I think Misha in this one. I think back in the day Glover wins yeah, this. I don't know. After but. Glover, fucking. Flash knockout with Rumble. Yeah. That kind of was like, fuck, I think. Mm. Misha's really that good. Be, that might be the, the Misha straw be, that broke the camel's yeah, back. Yeah, fuck yeah. Misha be cry that's love. Bad. So we're all picking uh, Misha? I love Glover, man. I He's awesome, too. dude. Great guy. But yeah, I mean, I mean, if you got to pick a fight. Andrew? I would say Misha. Misha. Why? I want Glover to win. I hope you're right. <laughs> yeah, but in like 84. No, nah, yeah. it was a while ago. And he, I mean, but that he was the last fight? I mean, he did. Oh, all right. It wasn't. Yeah, but still, I mean. Gush could be champion. Gush don't hit like Serkinov. No, Serkinov just got knocked out, though. Yeah, by, by, by Volkan, whatever his name is. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, he is. He is tough. He can take a shot, too. Hell but yeah, like, I mean, the John Jones fight. I mean, he was eating some fucking but, elbows. But he got hit by Rumble. Yeah, but like. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just hope that Rumble thing didn't. I don't find him exciting though, Glover. I think he wins decision or something. But yeah. I've never been like, oh, I love Glover. Glover is like my favorite fight. I like Glover. It was hard to see him get fucking flash knocked out like that. Like, oh, yeah. fuck. Uh, also, I got to ask about it, right? So there's a guy on this card. Um, his nickname, uh, his name's Jared Kananair. He's fighting Jan Blakovich. And his nickname Jan is... Nick, and uh, Jared's nickname is the Killer Gorilla, right? Yeah. He's a black guy. With the nickname Gorilla, is that is that a bad nickname? Because I can't say that. Like if I'm like, oh, you I just want, said it. What? Yeah, yeah, but I'm. If I, it was Gorilla Killer, maybe, but Killer Gorilla, like. But if I'm like, I'm rooting for the Killer Gorilla, and people are looking at me like they're gonna think I'm racist. No, no? I, if you switch it around, it might be kind of. You don't racist. think that's a bad nickname? Because no. white people can't say it without people getting. If I'm, no. if, I, if I'm, if I'm like six. White people can't say the n word. You can. You, his, his nickname is a killer gorilla. That's his nickname. Yeah, it's he, okay. Is he a big dude? And it's okay. I have your permission <laughs> like, to say it. <laughs> you have everybody's permission to say it. That's right, his okay. nickname. Okay, so white people. All right, you're allowed to say it because he. I'm just saying that I, I would feel like uh, like you might think that it was being racist if I was like, oh, if I'm like, oh, I want the killer gorilla to win, and then I'm with all these like, what the fuck? Who are you calling a gorilla? And next thing you know, that I'm a fucking. I'm getting beat up. The dude's whose fucking nickname is oh, killer gorilla. Man. No, he's a black guy. No, no. Cannoneer. Cannoneer's a black guy. I don't 
He's a killer gorilla. If it was like gorilla killer. I said, I know it's an animal. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that people might cons construe that. As, you're, as you're, you're way too uptight. Uh, fine. All right. I, I'm calling him that. I'm just saying that like, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want people to think that I'm, you, you, you got to be so sensitive nowadays. You got to everything. You got so, to think of like six different ways to not offend not someone. Offend so like, today's MMA roasted PSA is if you're white and a black guy has a name that you think, a nickname <laughs> that he accepts that you think is racist. I, other, You're other, to say it. If other he says people that's might think it's racist. I don't think it's racist because he's like they asked him about. It, he goes, "I like gorillas." That's why he said it. I like gorillas. That's why I'm the killer gorilla. I looked up his profile. So here's so here's the thing, Adam. When you go to the um, when you go to the charter school, don't go calling him the killer gorilla because they don't know who he is. Okay. <laughs> But when you're around fight people, you can call him that. It's I okay. think it'll be like, you know, like rap music in my car. When the N-word comes on, I'll rap to it. But if there's five people around that, I'll just... Uh, that's the most awkward I better thing. not be right. I know, you, but as the word, like as the lyrics go on, you get a little like like a little adrenaline rush as like the N-word's no, coming up. Like, I have like, to, oh, I get to say it. I get to say it. And there I'm it is. <laughs> but, but you, you do like say it? No, but then, but then if there's like a little in my car, I like, I look over and then like I'll like mouth it, but I won't actually say it. I'll just like, I'll just, I'll, I'll silently rap along with it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm dumb. I don't want to. I don't want to offend people. I, I, I do want to people, but my friends. I'm a, okay. So all right, all right. Let's say me and you are in the car, Eve, and, and a rap song comes on with the N word. Am I allowed to sing along? I'll fuck you up. All right. See, there you go. All right. All right. There you go. Now, what if? What if? Uh, all right. Mm -hmm. So all right. So okay. All right. All right. Okay. Got it. Mm -hmm. All right. So also on the card, uh, Julian Marquez, uh, who came to my show. He, uh, nicest guy in the world, fucking, and he won on looking for a fight. He 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 upset that guy. They brought in that guy from uh, that was John Jones's teammate. That, oh uh, yeah, that was Paul felt Paul Paul's episode. I didn't. They were that. all talking about how great this guy was. I remember. They brought in my friend as an opponent, and my friend knocked him out, took yeah. a beating, and knocked him out. Oh damn! Uh, so I, that guy I, was kind of cocky, man. That guy? Yeah. Yeah. The the John Jones. John Jones's too? teammate. Yeah. Yeah. He, Him and John's got beef, I believe. Him and John have those that's, two. That's, I believe. I, I'm sure that's like a, that's an alpha male thing in the gym. You oh, know? I'm sure that's how it is. Well, uh, I'm happy for him. And you know, I, I was reading about him. He said they said like, uh, "Have you ever been ranked before?" And he goes, "Yeah, in Duck Hunt, uh, the video game." <laughs> the game. <laughs> yeah, and, and then he said uh, he actually works against the screen. <laughs> he actually works at like Top Golf during the during the, the league. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's crazy. A UFC fighter working at Top Golf. Yeah, goal. it's crazy. Oh, UFC fighter working is. at anywhere. Yeah. Oh, the man. Payroll, you know. It's... Yeah, so anyway, good luck. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Abel Trujillo's on this card yes. against uh, John McDessie. Yeah, that's a, that's a good fight, actually. That is a good fight. I don't know. I think, I mean, I, Trujillo should be the favorite going into that one just because of the wrestling. But McDessie's the kind of guy, he, uh, and Trujillo, he's the kind of guy who would also just buy into, oh, I got power, I'll stand up with you. But McDessie is tricky as, oh, man. He comes at diff these different with the spinning and the angles he comes at. He's got, and he's got pop. I remember Trujillo, like, he asked me to roast him. So he, uh, one day he wrote, like, I want to be a rapper. So I'm like, what rhymes with one more loss and I get cut, right? And then, like, and then Eddie Alvarez is like, go jump off a bridge. Like, he didn't realize we were, like, kind of. And then me and, and everyone, me and Eddie started going at it. Like, everyone's like, fuck you, Eddie, blah, blah, And then I was like, so, uh, want to come on my podcast? He's like, when is it? And then, and then me and Eddie became friends after that. Oh, that's but, like, cool. Yeah, that's yeah. That's, that's a beautiful story. That's a beautiful cute. story. Yeah, <laughs> of course, of course. Thank you. Uh, and Eric Silva, uh, Mr. Usada himself, uh, is fighting against Jordan Main. Uh, also... Jordan Mean is uh, another guy who's a good fighter, but he's on like a three-fight losing streak. Silva is so hot and cold. 
Jordan Mean is one of those guys who it's like he's 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 confusing as hell. Like he's got so many skills. He's so good at so many things. He started so young, and to have that foundation that he had, um, and to some of the fights that he loses, it's just like how? Like how? How do you lose to that guy? You know, he was he was one of those elite prospects. He's like a Rory McDonald kind of guy, you know. But then he just loses fights that that he shouldn't to guys he shouldn't be losing to on paper anyway. I don't know. Yeah, bro, he was winning. I don't know what fight it was. He was winning, and then he got. He got knocked out. It was, was it Tiago Alves? He yes. got kicked in the body. Yeah. Yeah. Tiago. I mean, Tiago. He's he's one of those hardcore dudes. He he will stay in a fight and he will always fight and he hits hard. But like it's it's one of those things where it's like you get one opening, and then Jordan Mean he can kind of fold. How how frustrating is that as a coach? That's got to be the, the worst. Yeah, it's absolute worst. Yeah. It's it's very frustrating because as a coach, you're working in the gym and you're you're playing. It's like you're playing a video game. You got the controller in your hand. But then when you get out there to fight, and it's like your battery's dead in your controller because half of the moves are working, but then the other half aren't because he's not listening. And that, that gets frustrating as hell. So, uh, Alyssa, what do you got coming up? Anything? No, nothing. I'm actually I'm leaving for Thailand in about two weeks. So she, she looked at her phone like... I'm like, in about an hour. About, I got 45 Shit, actually, minutes gotta, to get out of here. I gotta take my cash You're going by flight. yourself. Yeah, I'm going by myself. Yeah, I'm just you going to go. You are the weirdest person. I know. Aren't you? Look, you're... you're Adorable, but you're you're 105 pounds. Not right now. I know. Okay, okay you. I know you can I'm take care of yourself, right but where are you staying? Who are you uh, training with out there? Uh, Josh Barnett. Oh, or, okay. In Thailand? Yeah. Oh no, no, I'm just going to go. I'm just going for vacation. Vacation. Okay. How, I long, mean, I'll how long are you going for? Um, 12 days. Do you have any place to stay? No, no, I'm just playing it by ear. I'm just taking my. I bought my ticket. I was like, I'm gonna buy my ticket. I'm just gonna go and I'll figure it out when I get there. This is a terrible idea. Ah. Uh, no, I mean, 50 bucks is like a million dollars in Thailand. She, but yeah. she's a pretty girl. I don't want her getting like kidnapped or like... Kidnapped by who? A 105-pound Thai guy? Yeah. <laughs> it's a very good point. Yeah, they're going to catch me, then they're going to have a conversation with me. They like, can't oh, wrestle? Take this girl back wherever we found her. That can't wrestle? It's a good, now, all right, good point. Now, now, is your boyfriend, is he upset, the guy with the red hair, that you came for the comedy I show? No, I don't have a boyfriend. But you, yeah, but you hooked up with that guy? Well, yeah, yeah. So you guys are just, you guys just boning? Yeah, yeah. That, we, now, have this, we have this... Does he want more? No. And you're cool? Right? You, come yeah. on. Do you want more? No. You got, I'm going to Thailand by myself for 12 days. Are you going like, to go bang a Thai guy? No. She's going to bang a lady boy. Uh, <laughs> hey, you got to try it all, you know? You don't know. No, you don't have to try it all. Okay? That's, <laughs> that, that's, that, I hate People are so dumb with that shit. My, people are like, you know, I, I had to do it. Why? Because it was my fear. Uh, my fear is being anally raped in prison, but I don't have to do it to overcome it. Some things you could just say, I don't want to experience that. Uh, I think trying pho for the first time and anal rape might be like two different I'm just saying. Things, I'm, just, but... I'm just saying. That's people are like, oh, I have to do it because I'm scared of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm scared of getting my dick cut, cut off. I don't have to fucking do it and try to reattach it. I had a prostate exam once and I'm never doing that. I will get prostate cancer all over my face if I have to. Oh, fuck. Really, what happened? How, how, how old were you? 36 maybe and you, you, so you, you were hurting down there I don't remember what it was so the guy put his finger up your ass yeah and you're like doc oh, I have a cough he's man. like oh well put your pants yeah. down <laughs> some, some, some guys <laughs> like that actually sir. there are guys out there that like no like, there is I've never done it to anybody but someone's like oh you could do this I'm like oh I can do that you're giving me permission, permission to do wait, wait, yeah, wait no. okay. hold on, That's hold on slow down slow down slow down okay so you're with a guy right yeah you guys are hooking up well no we had actually no no we're like you know afterwards you know after the thing's done you start talking whatever and he's like yeah I know I'm like oh yeah that's weird like he's like oh well, do you like having that done to you I'm like yeah I'm not gonna complain about it he's like yeah me too I was like Wait, you're not going to complain about guys putting their finger up your butt? Or like play 
fine with it. You know oh. what I mean? Oh. But I don't. I'm not like, hey, do this to me. But then he was like, oh yeah, me. I was like, oh, that's fucking. This is very personal. Now, now did he? Now, now did, did it turn you off when he said he was into that? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. Right. Yeah, I know. My my girl tried. I'm like, no, no keep that away. Like, that's that's not even like the pinky. I don't judge. I'm not. I don't judge. even want a pinky up there. I just don't want to. I just. I don't know, it's not my thing. I feel everything feels good enough. We don't have to go overboard. You can, you, sometimes you just have to be cool. Just with, the nipple. Don't sometimes about you're, the nipple sometimes you're cool with the meal. You don't have to. You don't have to bring in a new restaurant. You know, like, I, I I like the food I'm eating right now. You know, I don't have to try out new brand new shit. Um, so okay. So but all right. So what do we learn, people? Alyssa likes a little stuffed under no, her butt, I, but it's okay. So that that guy that you brought to the show, he seemed like the kind of guy that was into that, right? No, no, uh, no, no. He's cool though. Yeah, he's a cool guy. All right, cool. He's cool. super into fighting. What? A, no. What, oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so that was weird. Um... I, I don't know. I don't know. So he's kind of like a fanboy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like he likes, so he's like, oh, like the USC. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Did he ask for your autograph afterwards? Or like, <laughs> no. did you go over your fights? Did you well, like, don't beat him up in the bedroom? <laughs> no. Because I don't like, you know, I mean, I already told you, like, I don't, I don't tell people I fight. Most people don't know I fight. So then he um, saw my Instagram. He's like, oh, my God, you fight. That's so cool. I was like, Oh, so that kind of turned you off too, though, right? She's like, "You like that bitch?" But you were like, "Now." But it's like, yeah, because because you don't feel special because he's into the whole fighting thing. Not even special. I just I I don't. Not that I don't like that about myself, but like usually when people are like, "Oh, you're a fighter. That's so cool," and then they're like, "Oh yeah, your nose. You kind of look like. Oh yeah, your ears. It's like okay. Well, now. Right. Okay. Like you look like a fighter. It's like oh. See now, Eve. Did you get a lot of groupie chicks throwing themselves at you? No, not no, really. no girls from the Bahamas. Those those big girls with the big boobs and stuff. No, no, <laughs> no. Nah, I, like where I'm from. I mean, it's a small place. The island, yeah. uh, Nassau, New Providence is twenty seven by seven. My whole family, like everybody, knows everybody, and um, so they've known they've known me my whole life anyway. It's not a big deal. It's not like I'm not gonna go home and it's like, oh, Eve, like let me. Look at my... T- that's, that's not how it works. By the way, there's a thing on the underground where Prime Eve Edwards... They say Prime Eve Edwards could take anybody in the world. Yeah? Yeah. That's nice. That's that a, is nice. It's nice that they would say that. Do you agree? I agree. Yeah. I absolutely agree. Like, yeah. What do you mean? Oh. <laughs> All right. Fuck that up is anybody. super nice. Yeah, I, I believe it too. Yeah. It's so weird the way that like some guys like... Like just some guys fall off and some guys don't. Like I was thinking about that the other day. Like how Rashad Evans versus <sighs> Phil Davis, right? I thought Phil was going to win that fight going into it. Yeah. And Rashad took him apart. Yeah. But now you look at like how far Rashad kind of has fallen a little bit and, and how Phil Davis is still like, he's still hanging in there. Like he's still probably, I would put him up against anybody. And certain guys like in their peak and then certain guys like they just, it's just, it's strange the way that kind of works sometimes. Ah, uh, you know what? That, I mean, it, it's hard to say because you don't know what injuries they've gone through, what emotional things they went through. And uh, one of the interviews I saw with Rashad Evans was after he, he had lost to that guy that they called Dad Bod, that old judo oh, yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he was like, man, this isn't going to stop me. Like, I'm going to keep going. Like, I'm still hungry. And it's like, that's awesome to hear. But it's like, man, I mean, he's already older. I mean, not, not that he's on his, his way out, but. I feel like he has definitely gone past his prime. There's a psychological aspect to that, and it's 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 a really weird thing because I I kind of get it now. Like if I I feel like if I was in the same headspace at 36, 37 that I am right now, I I, I would I would do a lot. I would fare a lot better, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but there's something about that. There's something about being on top, losing, and then. Finding a confidence that you had because it's just fighting confidence is huge. It's huge in fighting. I mean, that's the intangible that nobody ever really accounts for. Like Conor McGregor fully believes in himself. Like, do you think Conor McGregor could get Chad Mendez off, off of him? You know what I mean? 
that's that's not a real thing. Mm-hmm. But Conor McGregor believes it, and he believes it enough, so much so that all I need is one chance, just one chance. I get him off of me, I'm gonna fucking take his head off, and that's that's what that's how it works out. Yeah, no, and then you see other guys where like they go on, like they come start off the career nine and zero, they get that first loss, and they lose four in a row. Yeah. Or even like Robbie Lawler, look at his streaks. I mean, you guy, he lost to Mayhem and yeah. Nick Diaz and the other guy. Now they he ended up winning like seven in a row, eight yeah. in a row. Yeah. Uh, I like, mean, I think him, uh, Robbie Lawler. I mean, he left the UFC for a little bit, came back, beat the fucking brakes off Josh Koscheck, and like yeah. kind of ever since that, it was like. Yeah, confidence. he was a monster. Dude, Lawler's been in the game a long time. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Lawler. Yeah, he's, he's like a nice bad. guy too. Robbie's awesome. Super nice guy. I, awesome. I like all the. I haven't met an AT and T guy <coughs> that I don't like. Uh, I, that whole camp I like. Yeah, they're, they're doing something right. Everyone. Uh, well, the guys who I'll keep to my show. I mean, Poirier came. Dustin's Dean, good. Dean came. Dean's uh, good. Uh, uh, Mursad came. He was super nice. Even Colby. I like Colby. Yeah. Uh, Colby was nice when I met him. What do you think about Colby's antics? The way that people buy are selling themselves to get fights now, like I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem with what he's doing to get himself a fight, um, sports entertainment and all that. But the sport is still a sport, and it still has to have some aspects of the sport that really bothers me with um, uh, that fight not happening. With the other two, he's ranked number three. Robbie, if Robbie wins this fight, Robbie should get another shot. If Colby wins his next fight, Colby should should get the shot after that, right? This whole thing about money fights and, and, and this and that. Tyron says that he doesn't, that, that Kobe isn't uh, ready to fight him. He hasn't put in the work. He's put in the work to get to number three. That, that's, that's, that's work right there. You know, the other two guys that are ranked ahead of him, you've already fought them. You beat one of them, tw- uh, one of them once and draw, with, draw once and then you knock but out But what do you Robbie. think about him saying like, oh, Brazil, you filthy animals and, uh, you know, places a dump? <clears throat> I think that is overboard. But that's that's a personal thing. Like that that's just for me. I'm just like, yeah, I, I don't I don't dig that. I'm not I'm not I don't like that. But um if you want to do that and that's how you want to sell yourself, that's who you want to be, you know, that's who you want the public to believe you are, then that's it. My thing is just like if you want someone to believe who you believe something about you, just be that person. But you've so. hung out with Kobe, he's not like that in person. He's not uh he's not like that in person, no. But I mean he has his strong opinions on some things and, and yeah. It's hard too. I mean, when you're walking out to the cage and you have people saying, We're gonna kill you, yeah. you're gonna die. It's yeah. like, man and then afterwards I mean he said it after the fight too. So after the fight you got adrenaline rush and you just won. You know, and you're, you're still like, pissed off. And about you're still that. pissed off. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's it's so I, I'm not hating on that at yeah, all. Yeah, I'm not hating on it either. It's it is it's kind of a hard I mean he's you know, he's not a hothead, but yeah, he just came out of a situation where he fought somebody and he's mad. And yeah, I mean if someone were to tell me I mean, to single out Brazilian people, I mean, that's something, you know, that went through his filters, but I mean, if someone were to yell at me like, "Oh, we hope he died," this and that, it's like, man, f- yeah, fuck those yeah. people. And I'm some people, some but, people but, yeah. can't compartmentalize. I mean, yeah. he's ta- he's talking about he's, he's he's judging the whole country on the group of people that have been around him all week that are fight fans. And he fight, he know? trains with a lot of Brazilians at yeah. ATT, right? So yeah. I, I I mean I I'm sure I'm sure they feel where he's coming from. I by mean, the, by the way, did you see the uh, the uh, Magui fight? The what? Uh, Magui, your, your your girl lost. Uh, your girl won. Uh, in uh, Combate, Paulina, oh, Paulina versus and, yeah, yeah. And Kira. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw that. I know. I was going for Paulina. Really? Why? Yeah. Uh, I just I don't like Kira. She's talked a lot of shit, and she acts on you know. Even when we had the conversation, I called her out on our stuff, and I was like, you know, you said all this shit on Facebook and this and that. She's like, no, I didn't single you out. I was talking about the other Adam Waits. I'm like, okay, you're talking about all the other Adam Waits, but not me. 
You know, because I'm here telling, talking to you about it. Like, no. Her, her, and There's she a whole little, too. like, Latina 105-pound beef. They're, they're all, like, I'm hot. I'm cool with Paulina. They're all cute cool and hot and, like, little You know what's funny? Is angry. I really don't have beef with anybody. I've never, I, I mean, I don't think you need to hate somebody to fight them. But if you, if you had to make out with either Paulina or Mogwai. Paulina. Just, really? Yeah. yeah. Just because? Because cause I f- don't like Kira. All right. Yeah. You wouldn't, like, yeah. you wouldn't like hate Strapper? What's that? I don't know. All right, so anyway. <laughs> he thought that was a, a lesbian or uh, gay hell. girl thing. <laughs> but Put a strap on. And like, I actually didn't see okay. the fight. I just saw the results. Yes. It yeah. Was, uh, Magua, her wrestling. Yeah. She got really well, good wrestling. Well, she hasn't fought a real wrestler, so. Whoa, whoa, fight. whoa. Pow, bam. Boom, boom, boom. Shots, Shots everywhere. L- well, listen, uh, Eve, what do you got coming up? Talk to me. Um, back on the desk for Vitor Uriah Hall. That one should be fun. We got a fight party on Saturday night. Robbie Lawler and RDA. TFTI. And where can people watch that? You can watch that here on Pluto TV, Fight Channel. We're going to be live. You can have a lot more fun watching the fights with us than, than listening to, to those guys talk about what these guys are doing, yeah. what they should do. Listen to us talk about what we've been doing. They're like, we heard they like to paint to. on the side. Yeah. And like all these yeah, stupid exactly. <laughs> uh, Andrew, what do you got coming up? Talk to me. Fight Party Live this Saturday. Right. Saturday night. And by the way, Andrew now is doing uh, the Glory Undercard. And his mustache is now gone. That's probably the greatest thing about us. Professional commentator. And, and Pluto TV sponsors Alyssa. That's pretty fucking cool. Oh, yeah. Sure do. Hell yeah. yeah. You're welcome. You yeah. guys should make some like Pluto TV underwear or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> extra, extra small. <laughs> All right, this is becoming really creepy. Way creepier than my nipple thing. All right, uh, Alyssa, what do you have coming up? Um, nothing really. I'm just healing up. Um, kind of just take. I fought a lot this year, so just taking a little break. Um, You're helping me coach wrestling today. Yeah. She's coming to my, my yeah. middle school, and she's going to coach the kids. We have yeah. a girl on the team. Nice. And so, she has a sweet-ass fucking double leg. She's, she's dope. She's dope. Uh, I will be at the uh, Laugh Factory this Friday night in Hollywood. Me, uh, Tony Rock is on the card. Uh, not the card. On the, uh, Tony Rock and um, a couple other people. Me, Tony. Uh, it's a really, really good show. Uh, so, also... Um, Which camera are we on? Uh, Maz Jabrani. What? As, as he's giving his... Um, his, his what do you call it? My, my schedule? Yeah, as you give your <laughs> schedule, I'm going to do the Thug Jitsu Challenge. This is, this is Hinato's favorite part, too. All right. Uh, also, Friday night, I was like, uh, December 25th to the 31st, I am in Las Vegas at the Stratosphere. Las Vegas, California. This is not Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, I'll be in Temecula, Pachanga Casino, uh, January 5th, 6th, and 7th. And then San Diego at the Comedy Palace, Friday, January 12th and 13th. And Seattle, Washington. January 18th, 19th, and 20th, and Calgary, Alberta, at the Comedy Cave, January 23rd to the 28th. This isn't annoying at all. Okay, so <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Brittany Palmer, for, uh, for calling in. Uh, she just blocked me on my uh, cell phone, too. Um, <laughs> thank, you for, uh, uh, thank you, everybody else, and I uh, hope you guys are doing well. Uh, love you guys. Uh, thank you. Thanks, Andrew. Take care. Bye.